Tim Dillon, fresh off a COVID test. How you feeling, buddy? How's the nose? Feeling good. You know, when I go out with friends uh, to restaurants in L.A., they, you know, everybody gets the gun, the yeah. temperature gun to your head. But you know what's fucked up? A lot of my friends, they don't do it. They do it to me. And I'm like, I guess I'm the only one that looks sick because they look at me and they go, get him, get him. And then I ask other people, I'm like, were you hit on the way in? They're like, no. So I'm what? like, yeah, it's weird. It's like arbitrary the They're way they do to get it. Everybody, I know. Maybe they think like you're a little bit overweight. Yeah, you could die. They're like, we don't want him dying at Boa Steakhouse mm. in West Hollywood. Oh, you could eat outside. I, they don't want at me Boa. falling on a TikToker. Boa's an outside place. Boa's all you outside. Could, you could yeah, eat there. all outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those, those outside places are they're they're doing good. They're jammed. But the fucking inside places are doomed. They are doomed, and they will not reopen. Many of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big problem. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When do you think Los Angeles is going to open it back up again? Next spring. Wow. Like April? What well, I mean, May? it depends what this second wave does, right? If there is a second wave. Right. Does the, do we get clobbered in the fall? Or do we? I mean, by the time L.A. reopens, it's going to be Terminator here. Don't you think that it's going to be Terminator after November, no matter what we do? Probably. I feel yeah. like with all of the fucking tension, like there was a story in Chicago, right? They thought it was a 15-year-old girl was shot by the police. It turned out to be a 20-year-old man, and he was shot, but he was still alive. How did they get that wrong? The fucking telephone game. Right. You know that game. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's crazy. So then everybody goes crazy and goes looting. So like people are looking yeah. for an excuse to go crazy. If There's, Trump wins again, yeah, it's going to burn. Not only that, it's like yeah. it's going to be the mail-in thing, right? So Are they going to do that? Days, one hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to take days. I so, mean, I assume they're going to have some polls yeah. open, some places, and we're not going to know. We're not going to have an answer no. that night. No. That's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a of not knowing who the president week. is. Remember when it happened in two thousand? No one cared. It was funny yeah. that we didn't have a president. Like there was all those SNL skits and, you know, everybody was making fun of it. There was no real unrest no. in 2000. But now we cannot handle no. the uncertainty of not knowing. We need to know that night. Yeah, the dangling chads thing was no big deal. Yeah, it was funny. Everybody was wondering. Everybody was like, what What? What are we doing? Laughing it off. We were all going, we don't need a president. Yeah, whatever. We it's were so same. much more emotionally healthy as a country at that moment than we are funny? now. Yeah. This is funny, but it is true. Yeah, because we yeah. laughed. We go, yeah, who cares? Yeah. They go, we're fine. and But now it's like... Chaos. And we need a break. Like, we need a break. Whoever... Yeah. We, like, everybody can't be a political pundit. Like, my aunt cannot be writing uh, about trade on yeah. Facebook. I think we should just leave it all to Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm looking forward to her tweets in November. Yeah. I'm just going to follow all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was like... <laughs> <laughs> She's got a podcast. We know that. She's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's relevance, right? They're all trying to be relevant. Everybody's relevant. Every, like, they just, have to be. You have to get your opinion out there. It's super yeah. important. And that's the way to be relevant now is to just be, you know, like, be political all well, day, that every shift day. shift where you go from actor to activist. Yeah. All in. Very interesting. As soon as the fucking call stop coming in. You're like, all right, I'm an activist. What's so funny is we know, because we're, like, in, the, in, in this thing, that... Getting good at this, whether it's comedy or being an actor, is very tough. You're not spending your life thinking about other people. Let's just be real, for the most part. <laughs> you're just not. Yeah, I didn't. You're thinking about your career. Yeah, you're thinking about your career. Yeah. I spent the last decade thinking about 
myself, my jokes. My, how do I get ahead? How do I get ahead? How do I get on television for three minutes? Like, so this idea that these people are now going to pretend that they've spent their entire career thinking about global warming is not, <laughs> it's just not true. Like, I know these people, like I've met these people oh, yeah. and, and um, my friends have opened for some of these people. And I know that like these people are going out there and they're like, you know, listen, we got to do this. We got to do that. They got to move the country forward. But I've seen them make people cry backstage at a theater because there's not enough water in the dressing room. Right. So it's those same people yeah. that are really cruel going out and telling everybody how good of a person they are all the time. Well, they find the pattern. They yeah. find the pattern, the, the way they have to talk, and the things they have to talk about. And right. they lock into those things with no deviation. They find whatever the line is where Hollywood wants, whatever the line yeah. is, always left, yes. right? it's always super progressive, yes. always super woke, and they fucking ride that line yes. like a fucking railroad train, just choo-choo, yeah. straight down, the, no deviation. It's yeah. so obvious. I know dudes I used to do open mics with who, like, they're tweeting it, Mayor Garcetti. <laughs> <laughs> They're tweeting about the budget in LA. They're like, the budget's being passed. They're tweeting Garcetti, the budget. I'm like, God, you can't, you don't have the money to pay your rent. Like, you have no idea what's going on in the world. And you're tweeting at Garcetti. About them. And they're doing it so that they can get a job. Right. They're doing it so that somebody can see him and go, you know what? He'd be, you know, he had a great Garcetti tweet. He should write on BoJack Horseman. <laughs> That's the way it works. It does kind of work like that. I've, I've, I've just, I've never been more amused. It's very funny. But I'm also terrified. It's very, we're going to die. <laughs> it has both of those things yes, happening. It's like yeah. part of me is laughing at how stereotypical everybody is and how cliche. Yeah. But then part of me is like, this is terrifying. Like the, the, the people at each other's throats. It, it's people terrifying. are enemies now. Yeah. Like, it, listen, people never loved each other because it's a competitive business. But like, I, I like people... It wasn't nearly as intense right. as it is right now. Like the feeling of like, if you disagree with somebody, they are your enemy yeah. in comedy and they want you to not have a job. Right. Like, and I've never felt that way about anybody. I don't care what you, if you're funny, I truly don't care right. if you're a communist, if you're a whatever, whatever you are, you're not, you don't have any power. It's not like you're affecting my life. You can believe whatever you want. If you're funny, you're funny. I don't like to say this in generalizations because I don't think I don't believe in generalizations. But right, I, I love them. I do too. They're fun. I need them. They're they're the best for comedy. Yeah, I mean we need With, them without yeah. com without generalizations. Comedy kind of sucks. Yeah, but more people on the left are doing this than people on the right. Yeah, like, I don't see that many people on the right. I see a few, but I don't right. see as many people on the right calling for people to get canceled forever. But the people on the yeah. left are like burn their house, burn them to the ground. Well, the right will do it. The right, I mean, the QAnon thing's kind of a way they're doing it, where they're like, David Spade's got an ankle bracelet on, and <laughs> he's in jail, and Trump's put everyone under house arrest. Like, they're in this other thing where it's like, oh, you guys have left the planet. <laughs> and you, like, so. Explain to people who don't know what, yeah. what this QAnon shit Well, the QAnon is. stuff is like, th there is this idea that there's an intelligence dissemination operation happening, meaning behind the scenes, high level intelligence guys or military people are leaking information about a shadow war that we don't really see happening. And the shadow war involves Trump and the people on the side of lightness battling the, you know, these deep state 
pedophile, can- pedophile cannibals. Like, I don't know why, yeah. like, I don't never understood why they have to be cannibals. I didn't par- know they were cannibals. They're, no, they're cannibals. They're eating children, and then they get the adrenochrome, and it keeps them young. Oh, that's right. So this is all the And then Trump is going to war with all of them. Right. Now, listen, pedophilia is a big problem. They do cover up shit at high levels, yes. 100%. Yes. The Epstein stuff is 100% real. 100%. Clinton's on that plane. He's on that island. 26 uh, times. Yeah. The Franklin scandal. There's scandals all over the world. So I'm not delegitimizing like the idea of real human trafficking. But the idea that Donald Trump is fighting human traffickers and the human traffickers are Ellen... Who is a little wild that everyone in Hollywood's eating children and there's tunnels under Central Park. I mean, it's hard to keep up with. And the the Q drops, so to speak, are like these these, um, you know, they're like they're like poems or they're they're coded information. So it's never like, hey, this is what's happening. Where do you get these drops? Where do you get a 4chan or something? You get them like on 4chan. Okay, but 4chan is the best place in the world for trolls. Yeah, it's a lot of well, that's what maybe this is. This could be like a That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could be a high level troll, nobody knows. Because it's bait it has nuggets of truth. Right, right, right. Just like anything else, right? It has nuggets of very real things. The government is shady as fuck. A lot of the elites are doing things, engaging in pedophilia, and probably worse. Yeah. Like I, some of those kids on Epstein's Island probably did disappear. But the idea that like that that Trump is fighting this underground war and it's all about human traffic. I just don't think that's borne out by the facts. Like there's no facts to point. I mean, Trump was like friends with the Clintons for his whole life. Well, not only that, if Trump was doing it and not talking about it, it would be so uh, right. out of character. <laughs> Like, imagine this one thing that he's doing is the most noble thing that he's ever done, ever. Right, he's the not mentioning selfless, it. The most selfless, the most important, the most right. for humanity. And he's not even yeah. bringing it up. He's just secretly winking yeah. at all the Q people. Well, you know, and, and so everything he does, there's like a reason he does it, they say. Like, when he wishes Lane Maxwell, he goes, I wish her well. Yeah. Now, the thing is, that's... That's a rich guy who's forgetting he's the president, who's just on a tee at Mar-a-Lago, because that's how rich people talk. I mean, that's literally, and I, I've been around a few like really wealthy people. This is how they talk when you say something bad, anything right. bad. If you go, you know, you know, John's wife has cancer. You know, their kid had a DWI. He's got a problem. He had a couple incidents there at Harvard. They go like this. Oh, I wish him well. Tee off. Like, that's that's how they talk. That's how they t- It's just a dismissal. Yes. It's a way to dismiss it. Yep. But the Q people are like, oh, there's a meaning. There's a hidden meaning. Right. He's saying that she's, and if you look at it, Ivanka's wearing this dress, uh, and it means, and it's just like, listen, I'm a conspiracy guy, but this is exhausting. Well, the, I don't like care too much. to you, jacket. The jacket? Yeah. I don't care. Do you? Yeah. Isn't that what it said? Yeah, I don't care. I don't really care. Do you? Right. What? what? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's what weird. What the fuck is this? Yeah, these are weird things. What are we doing? So I think the Trump administration feeds the trolls. Like, I think they like it. I think he'll, by the time the election rolls around, he'll be like full, full Q, just leaning in. Who's who's behind the scenes pulling the strings? Is it Ivanka? They say Jared Kushner has a lot of right. power. But wouldn't it be funny if it was Ivanka doing the whole thing? It could if be. she's the one like stroking her chin like, hmm. She's the boss. What is, what is the nugget we release next? Right. <laughs> she's, the, she's, she's QAnon. She's the smart one. Who's yeah. Like how do we, up. how do we, yeah. She's the pretty daughter. Everybody dismisses her. I mean. Nobody takes yeah, her nobody, seriously. Right, right. She's it's in the background of the whole fucking show. She's with, Q. With black leather gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> that go to the, the elbow gloves. Like the Inspector Gadget hand. You just see her hand typing on 4chan. Send. <laughs> Send, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. You know, Steve Bannon. 
said something. There was a documentary about Errol. Uh, Errol Morris made a documentary about Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon said this very interesting thing. He said, you know, there's a guy uh, out there who's got a horrible life. Like, he's divorced. His kids don't like him. He has a shitty job. But when he plays, like, League of, League of Legends or World of Warcraft, one of these games, he's a hero. And when he dies in real life, nobody really cares. But when he dies in the game... So many people come out and they like they you know they show them respect because you're yeah. playing with people from all over the world. So Bannon's like, which which life is the real life? So which of course it's the, the real one that you're living, not this fantasy game. But I think the QAnon thing, I think the Trump administration is like, yeah, let people believe they're hunting pedophiles online. It gives their lives meaning. Right. Like let these people believe they're like hunting the Clintons. It's like fun. It's like a fun video game for them. And then they don't have to ask why they don't have health insurance and can't get a knee operation. I, I don't think that there, it's that involved. Yeah. I think it's just a thing that's happening yeah. that happens to fit in with human nature. That's probably true, too. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't believe that the Trump administration has the resources to do that, but yeah. still... I mean, they would have to be so 4D chess. They would, they would really have to I be. I think they may like encourage it a little. I think they think may so? just pour a little gasoline on it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, why not? If they think that's their base. Yeah, they're like, why not? They're having fun. I, when I'm you go out to like, a Trump rally, you want a little fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's, the things yeah. that he does that are mistakes. Yeah. Like these these interviews that he does where he he'll argue about shit. Like he'll he'll argue about yeah. how well they're doing or what you know what's wrong or what he got right or what his IQ is or how well he did at this uh, intelligence test. Like anybody who's playing like three D chess is not right. going to do that. No, no, he's not playing any chess. He's going by instinct. He's he's riffing, and yes. we've said it before. I've said it on the show before. It's like it's amazing to watch a guy get up, no material, <laughs> and just crush. Yeah. I mean, just. He's really going by instinct. He's like yeah. a perf he's perfectly suited for this era. Yeah. Because he's like he he's hypnotizing. Like if you start listening to him, you can't stop. Like I'll try to watch one five minute clip of an interview, I end up watching the whole hour. Yeah. Because he's like there's a hypnotic thing that's going on where he just is up and down and you're just you can't not listen. Have you ever seen Scott Adams talk about him? No. Scott Adams is an interesting guy. He's a very intelligent guy. He wrote the Dilbert comics, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's basically saying that Trump is like a master persuader, and Scott yeah. Adams understands hypnosis and persuasion. And like interesting, he's, he's talking about the way the guy does it and how he does it that he's a master persuader. And a yeah. lot of people disagree with him, but what's interesting is he's not, he, he doesn't even vote. Scott Adams doesn't vote, and he's not really a Trump supporter, although he does say a lot of things that seem to like I think he, he, he leans towards Trump being more persuasive than just going by his gut because right. it sort of fills his he's got this theory yeah. that, that aligns with his theory so he goes along I see him leaning into it a little bit where it's not like he's totally objective about it but he's lost millions of dollars because of this millions really like people have oh fuck yeah they've yeah. turned on him he was saying on Twitter the other day that people uh, slow down in front of his house start screaming that he's a racist Jesus. For nothing. Just yeah. because because he said that Trump is persuasive. Right. And that he said that he thinks Trump is uh, essentially pulling people's strings and manipulating people in a really interesting way. And yeah. He, he, and he is. I mean, like, any president does that. Yeah. But Trump does it extremely well. Well, he does it in a non-presidential way. Right. That's right. what's weird. Yeah. It's a weird way of doing it. He's a con I love con artists and grifters. And to me, Trump is the highest level, biggest con ever, most successful, you know, without a question. I mean, like, 
you know, he's the king of all of those guys. Every guy sitting in an office right now calling people up, trying to sell him shit over the phone, that's the Trump's that's the king. Trump's the, the highest level that you can – I mean, anybody – I mean, if you're using a fake ID yeah. to try to buy cigarettes – up the ladder, there's Donald Trump. <laughs> like, all the way up the ladder. And that, to me, I think, because everyone's like, he's evil or he's Jesus. It's like, <laughs> I don't I don't look at things that emotionally because I guess I'm just not a total loser. I think that's really what it is. Probably. I think if you're really, if there's nothing going on, everything becomes about politics, which we don't, I'm never going to meet Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this is a television show. Right. You know, I'm not saying that real things don't happen, that people aren't affected, but this day-to-day like, you're inundated with, like, he said, she said, Pelosi, yeah. Schumer. It's like, dude, who cares? My favorite Pelosi and Schumer image yeah. of all time was them with the African The Kente cloth? Yeah. yeah. It's the on best. their knees, not realizing that the cloth pattern they're wearing <laughs> was from a tribe that was notorious for selling slaves. Yeah, yeah. Well, notorious for being a, a major part of the slave yeah. trade. Yeah, well, so was the Democratic Party for many years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, let's be well, honest. That's, that's yeah. what people don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, when you go were... way back to the Democrats, the Democrats right. were the Confederates. Yeah. Whoops. So, And it's just we've been looking at these people for too long. We've you seen- that image? That's amazing. Yeah. I love that's her. good, but it's not as good as the one when they're on their knees. The I love the, knees the hands on the hips. And, like, Oh, and the mask as well. They've got everything going bitch. on there. Boss bitch, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And someone was saying that, like, well, you have to respect Nancy Pelosi. Someone said that to me. And I said, she wants 16-year-olds to be able to vote. They look, by the way, like invaders that just came into a country, slaughtered yeah. people, and took their clothing. Hopped off of a boat. Yeah, they look like people that just colonized an area yeah. and took their cloth. Yeah, they're they're wearing, like, swamp boots so Isn't they don't step like, in blood. How old is she? A million. She's a million right. years old. I mean, do, does anyone retire? Does anyone nope. step away? No, you, you die at a Trump rally like Herman Cain. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Respect to Herman Cain. Respect. No mask. Godfather's Went pizza. Out there. Yeah. Went out there. No mask. He does what he wants. But he had, he had cancer. And did he? He had cancer. I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. <clears throat> well, he died of COVID. Yeah. If you have COVID and you die of cancer, you still die of COVID. Right. It's you, just, if you get hit by a car, you die of COVID. I don't think they do it that far. But well, you'll see. Fun we'll see. <laughs> There's gonna be a documentary in a few years about this. I don't know. New York Times is saying today they think it's underreported. They think that the COVID deaths are somewhere around two hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I it is, at a certain point, you just you have to stop reading mm -hmm. because everything you read every hour contradicts the last thing you've read. Yeah. And they're like, it's airborne. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? You can get it off surfaces. No, you can't. Just kill me. Like, I don't know what's happening. Well, I, they don't know. That's the problem yeah. is they're, they're making it up on the go because they're getting new data all the time. They're constantly getting new information, new studies, new things. Show, but they don't react to all the studies. Like one of the big ones is the fact that it dies in sunlight. So right. if that's the case, well, you should let people do all sorts of outdoor activities. These studies, when you read about the studies, they're like, we sampled a certain amount of people and this is what we found. And it's like, that's not necessarily indicative right. of anything. Well, it's... It's information. It's better than nothing. Yeah, and it depends on who's reading the study and what their bias is and what they're trying to say. Um, but it's clear that they're trying to figure this out. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's only been around for six, seven months. And they say that the people confused. that are really reacting to it, uh, in many cases, a lot, like for whatever reason, their immune system has not had as many prior experiences with coronaviruses. So if your right. immune system has gotten a lot of colds and you fought them off, supposedly you're in a better position to deal with this than somebody who has not had that 
germophobes are fucked. Yeah, germophobes. We might be the fact that we're we were shaking hands and on on and off planes. That might be good. That might have strengthened our immune system. Well, they were saying that about people in prison. Like one of the reasons why the people in prison are doing so well with it. Like when guys are in prison, you would say, "Oh, what a fucking terrible place for your immune system." But uh, was it Huberman? Was it uh, Andrew Huberman who was uh, talking to us about this? I think it was. He was saying, might not have been him, too many guests. Uh, they were talking about immune systems and that when you uh, think of your immune system, you think, well, if you're, you're healthy and calm and well-slept and you know, you're not stressed out, that's when your immune system is at its best. Well, that's not really the case. And those people that are in jail stuffed in next to all these people, breathing in everybody's bacteria and all the viruses and shit that's in the air, no escape from each other, no way to social distance. Those people actually have pretty strong immune systems. Because They're doing of that, good. Because their immune system is like in shape. So the LA homeless population's gotta be great. Oh yeah. They're probably they probably have a natural immunity. You know they have typhus? No, I don't know. You know that? <laughs> I yeah. have no idea. They've, they've found typhus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a middle aged disease. Like it's come the, back yeah. because of like the conditions, the yeah. urine, the, the feces. Not a middle age, medieval. I medieval. always fuck that up. Every time I do that, I'm like, this time I'm going to get it right. Nope, I always say middle age. But they're age, doing not good medieval. with Corona because they have strong immune systems. So why don't we open the comedy store up and just have the homeless be the servers? Mm. Like, why can't we open up businesses in LA and just have the homeless? Who've strengthened their immune systems operate the businesses. The, they let don't them show up shoot, to work. Let them shoot the voice. They, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> let homeless people go in and direct the voice. I don't think they they don't show up a lot. That's true. They're, they're very it's a good unreliable. Point. They're unreliable. Maybe you should have like three homeless for each job. Yeah. And you're like, look, someone's if you don't coming do it, in. Becky's ready. <laughs> Becky's on standby. <laughs> Becky's over there shaking and scratching. <laughs> You have Here's the camera. Yeah. yeah. Pointed it to how we meant it. This is America's Got Talent. There's 70,000 of them just yeah. in LA. It's and crazy. They don't even know really how many there are now because yeah. there were 70,000 of them before Corona. Oh, there's going to be there's going to be millions. Imagine if there's a million homeless people. There's going to be millions of homeless people. It's going to look very soon like a and it's already starting to get there like a movie. Like a post-apocalyptic movie where you drive down Melrose and everything's boarded up, yeah. and you see a lot. Like it's gonna start looking really bad here. It could look really bad. New here. York yeah. is a nightmare. I've heard. Like New York, the crime is skyrocketing, mm -hmm. and you know, there's just you know the, the 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 relationship between the police and the people is very fraught, and it's very hard. I mean, it's like so the police are like fuck it, we don't want to do anything, and you like. You, you understand a lot of, they're just like, listen, we're going to sit back. And then now a lot of areas are just being policed by criminal elements, by gangs and stuff like that. Because that's what happens in a power vacuum. You yeah. know, if you get rid of the cops, I'm not saying they shouldn't be reformed or they shouldn't have all these new regulations. But like if you defund them or get rid of them, somebody steps into that vacuum and yeah. it's going to be usually a gang, the mafia, a crime syndicate, whatever. Dude, de Blasio. Not good. If you think your mayor is bad. De Blasio is a nightmare. <laughs> He's like, hold yeah. my beer. He's bad. He's the worst. He's he bad. eats pizza with a fork. And what's great is that... <laughs> he does. Well, he does, yeah. What's great is that everyone hates him. Like, the left hates yeah. him. And that for different reasons. And then the right hates him. But even the Black Lives Matter people hate him. They he's, all hate he's so him. pandering. What they, is he doing? They, look at that. Oh, God. Eating pizza with a fork. He's disgusting. Who, what kind of a fucking human? What is this, the mafia? Who's he sitting with? A bunch of old dead who, people. Who is this, look the, at, the mob? Look how ridiculous this is. Is the teacher's union? The one guy with the sleeves. The guy with the sleeve tattoos. He better not eat that pizza with a fork. I will fucking find him. Yeah. 
I mean, de Blasio, he's a fake human. He's, he's like a, a real human. He's like a goofball. Yeah. And he gets up with his wife. They did like a rally right after coronavirus. And like she gets up and she goes, power to the people. And then she thought like it was going to be like a 60s rally. Yeah. And then the crowd was just stared at her like, what, what the fuck? We're going to die, lady. Yeah, they thought Everyone's it, coughing. Yeah, they thought it was going to be like they were going to start beating tambourines. Like, <laughs> power to the people. Like, her and de Blasio think they're like living some historic moment. Yeah. And, well, they are. Yeah. It's just not what it's they think It's just not it is. what they think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're in the wrong movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough, man. Yeah, cities are in trouble. Yeah. Well, he he literally said you can only protest if it's a Black Lives Matter protest. Like, yeah. Let's listen. As much as I support the movement, that right. is not freedom of speech. You can't no. do that. No. That's anti First Amendment. Yeah. That is a big part of who we are. You can't say yeah. no. You can only do one kind of protest. Everybody's got to protest, or nobody's got to protest. Right. Everyone's got to be allowed. You got to allow the anti mask people with Candace yeah. Owens singing yeah. songs with Sean Hannity. <laughs> and you need to let the Black Lives Matter people do it. Everybody's got to be able to protest. Yeah. I mean, Everybody. I'm out in the desert. I rented a house in the desert, and it's 119 degrees every day. So pe not only can people not protest, you can't leave your house without dying. Like, yeah. if you leave your house, you get skin cancer. Sauna life. And, yeah. And they tried to do a protest. It lasted, I swear to God, it lasted three blocks. <laughs> they were, like, bang, like, they were banging a thing. They were like, no justice. <sighs> they were like, no <laughs> No, Pete, like they had no idea. And then they were sitting down. You just saw them like sitting down, eating ice. I am 100% for police reform. 100%. I'm, I'm 100%. I 100% believe there's too much police brutality. Too much. I am also 100% in, in the belief that there's a lot of people that are doing this and following this movement because, like we were talking about before with actors, it is the trendy thing to do. Social. And then also, what you're seeing in like Portland and Seattle, you're seeing crazy white people trying to light government buildings yeah, on fire. Yeah, well, they think if they if they bash the windows of Amazon, this is the beginning of the revolution. How, how is right. it in, at all connected to police it's brutality? It's crazy. It is not connected at all to police. It's just anarchy. It's just yeah, chaos. Exactly. And when you unleash that, like, it, in the beginning of this, like, listen, you burned down a Target. It was fine. I even laughed. I said, who gives a shit? It's in Minneapolis. Like, the, this happened in Minneapolis. So what? A Target gets it in Minneapolis. The guy gets charged the next day. It's fine. Right. But when you unleash total chaos, you know more about violence than anybody. You can't control it. No. You can't direct it to the to the targets that you think are right. It's also intoxicating and yeah. fun. Right. Like, all those people that are involved in it, wearing masks, showing up every they're day. They're having a good time. They're giving their, it gives their life meaning. Right, it does. They're trying to beat the man. Right. They're trying to break down the fucking fence they put around the federal building, and they're trying to light that bitch on fire using Bibles. Right. They're lighting Bibles on fire. Jesus. I mean, it's all chaos. It's, it's all, just insane. And how about the mayor of Seattle? It's like, maybe this is our summer of love yeah there i've never been there i don't want to ever go like i have not the pacific <laughs> I northwest there. i hate it i know I you do it. i don't give a fuck about those people i don't care about those trees and the trails <laughs> and they, they all look like vampires they're pale and gaunt freaks Twilight. they're so weird amway that scam started up there like multi-level marketing startup there yeah they're all looking for something to believe in and yes. that's that those are problem areas well that's where brett yeah. weinstein was teaching at evergreen and they and that's where they came yeah, they were him. like patrolling the campus with Bats. Looking for him, <laughs> who's like he's is literally as progressive as a human can get. Right, and he's also a nerd. Super, yeah, but like super yeah. nice guy. Yeah, and they, you know, they were coming for him. It's it's. <laughs> I've never liked. There's something about the Pacific Northwest. I've just never. I never connected with it. I thought about living there once. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's your. You love that stuff. I don't give a shit it about. Rains all the time. 
I, I know, but that's why these people are out throwing Bibles at the federal building is because it's <laughs> raining all the time. Well, I don't know what makes that place so progressive and so left wing. But the thing is, is that like you saw hints of this many years ago where Antifa would stop traffic. Yeah. They were like doing these things and stop. And when people would. And they would get people to say Black Lives Matter. It's like, what's the well, point of that? This was before yeah. that. Okay. They, weren't, they weren't connected with Black right. Lives Matter. <clears throat> before the coronavirus thing, before George Floyd, the Antifa people, it was all about right wing people. It was all about combating right-wing folks. Right. Like and the Proud Boys, they would have those skirmishes. Exactly. Right. Well, that's where the Proud Boys came from. Right. They came from Gavin right-wing speakers. Exactly. Yeah. They wanted someone to fight back against Antifa right. who were shutting down Correct. people who were speaking at colleges who were right-wing. People like Milo or anybody Ann else. Coulter or whatever. Yeah, those yeah. kind of people. So that's where it all came from in the first place. But when you would go to Seattle, they were letting these fucking people direct traffic. Or was it Portland? S Might have been Portland. Portland. <clears throat> They were letting these fucking people direct. They were telling people, you can't go down this road. Yeah. And so this old man was like, I'm going. And they started chasing him and they kicked his ass. They're beating on his fucking car. Like, yeah. I don't know why people on Twitter defend that. And I don't know why a lot of celebrities defend it. And I don't understand why a lot of mainstream Democrats don't just call that out for what it is. I've never once seen a mainstream Republican ever, I mean, defend like the Proud Boys or right. or. Or, or that was certainly not their hill to die on. Like, right. if a mainstream Republican defended them, it was very, like, it was a huge news story. Usually, I don't know why, I think the big problem is, it's like, things are happening. You see them with your own eyes, and then people tell you that they're not happening. Right. They're right. like, no, that protest is peaceful. You're like, I saw them light a guy on fire and use him as a battering ram to get into Macy's. <laughs> they're like, well, you know, he gave them a look. There's always a qualifier. <laughs> There's always this weird look. qualifier. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah. here's what happened. You're like, they were beating a child. They're like, let me explain what happened. Yeah. They were gathered together. They had burning Bibles, bows and arrows, bike locks and chains. That child crossed the street. That child said, my dad's a cop. You see the child starting? You're like, no. <laughs> There's always a weird like, but they well, you did know what it, it first. Is? They're yeah. the thugs of the left wing. They're, right. they're doing the dirty work that the left wing wants to get done. They're like theater kids. They're yeah. like people that failed at stand-up comedy in yeah. theater and they moved back to Portland from L.A. and now they're like, let's burn it all down. I didn't get a Comedy Central half hour. Did you ever see it's the truly, ones? You ever see it's the what ones, it is. You ever see the ones that are uh, practicing self-defense? No. They, they train. <laughs> they actually train. They're like, they were, they were, these Antifa people were meeting in the park and they were getting ready for skirmishes with yeah. the right-wing people. Right. This, is, this is all pre-COVID. Right. When this was funny. Right. You know? Right, right. pre-COVID, this was funny. When it stopped being funny was... Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Go. Andy No. Andy No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Andy No got beat up and they right. milkshaked him and people were mocking and I'm like, hey, wait, blah, 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 blah. What, why do you think it's okay to beat this guy up? Like, right. why do you think it's okay to steal this guy's camera? Like, yeah, no what one, is that? No one is saying this is no wrong. One yeah. Then I started to say, like, okay, this is this is going to be a real problem. Because, and then the economy got shut down and you can, and, and you're like, boom. oh, this will only make this bigger. Yeah. And bigger. Yeah, this will only fuel the fire of this. But again, yeah. it's like these people who go there, whether they're trying to light the federal building on fire or direct traffic, they have a purpose now. They have a thing, and they have a cause. Right. Like when they took over that six sex, six block section of Portland or Seattle, rather. Yeah, Chaz. Did, Chaz. Yeah. yeah. Or what was it? Ch Chow. What was it called it was, again? It was Chaz or Chop. 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 It became yeah. Chop, but Chaz. it started as Chaz. But young countries often have, you know, they change leadership hiccups, and yeah. as they develop, Coos. I was gonna have that guy on my show, the guy Raz. Yeah, I was too. Then I, he got caught with a gun. I know he was handing a, a an AK to someone or whatever. Yeah, it was. I still would have had like, him, yeah. but we couldn't get a Zoom link working. I was uh, gonna have him here in person. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That yeah. would have been fun. Maybe. Yeah. 
I was like, listen, man, I support you, do, you know, doing your thing, but you can't bring out a gun. It's like, and I didn't even well, know what the shoot, thing Well, they is. shot two people there. Well, I don't know. He didn't shoot two people. Well, he didn't, but, someone but somebody definitely did. did. The other thing they were doing that was crazy was they basically became a really shittily run country. They, right. they put up borders <laughs> right. almost immediately. Immediately. Barriers. They okay. want borders. When people were doing things they didn't want them to do, they were the worst case of police brutality. They just beat the fuck they out of people. They just beat people up. So if you were trying to film them yeah. doing something they didn't want you to film, they just kick your ass. Well, this is just like if you believe in something really fervently, not, not like it's always the ends justify the means. Like however you get yeah. there, it doesn't matter. Right. Like anything's justified in the pursuit of this utopia that you think you're going to erect in downtown Seattle. Well, it's also you're doing for exactly seven blocks. what you think shouldn't have been done to America. You're occupying land. Right. You're taking over right. existing structures. You're kicking out the indigenous people of Seattle. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, you know, the shitty thing is like electoral politics isn't perfect, but that's what you have to do. Like, look at Cortez. She got elected, you know, mm -hmm. like. The people that believe the things you believe can get elected. Yeah. They have to work within the system because all the violence and chaos will do will give the government a reason to even clamp down more. Now they got people in, throwing people in advance in Portland, yeah. the DHS, because, again, you're not going to overthrow the government. Right. You're not going to overthrow the military. It's not the way it's going to work. Right. They you're, catch you breaking yeah, public property. It's just going to be an excuse for them to clamp down more, and it's gonna, we're, we're going to be in more of a police state than we were. Yeah, and the idea that when they did that, that somehow or another incited the violence to get worse. Like, that is, I don't know if that's no. true. No, it was it was chaos every night yeah. for 50 days. I'm not for the unmarked vans. I think that's a bad, I think all of those things end up being, because look at what happened after 9-11. They said, we're going to do this, this, and this, and then all of a sudden, nobody got any rights back, by the way. Your no. emails are still being read. You Patriot have no Act. privacy. Yeah. All of that's still there. So if we just establish a precedent of like, yep, yeah, some people need to get thrown in a van and we'll explain <laughs> we'll explain uh, why that is, yeah. that becomes a major problem going forward. Did you see when they got thrown in the vans how excited everybody else was? What's your name? Yeah. What's your name? We'll get you out, friend. Right, It's yeah. like, you guys it's are all fun. like Luke Skywalker. This is what happens the resistance. when you shut a country down for three months. This is the only fun left. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's open anymore. The only fun the fun thing no left to do theaters. is to overthrow the government, get thrown in a van. Yeah. This is summer <laughs> vacation to people. Yeah. This is a you know they used to have those dumb escape rooms that people used to do. I love escape to, rooms. You shut the fuck up. They're stupid. I love them. But this is a real one. <laughs> this is a fun real one now. It is a fun How real fun one. How fun is that? Yeah. How do you like the federal building? Now on fire? it's now it's a real one. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting, man, and I wonder how these people are gonna transition into regular grown up life after well, their I think life that as an ship anarchist. Has sailed, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think regular grown up life, the ship is sailed. On both sides. Like the people that were in Charlottesville marching around like, we're gonna have a white country, we're gonna I mean these people they also will not replace us. Yeah, they, they will not yeah, choose will not replace it's like those people are as well, you'll never please the far left and the far right. Right. Like you'll never, like, like the people that are really on the fringes, you're never going to make them happy. Like no. Kamala Harris, by the way, is a fine VP choice. Yes, we're all going to get put in jail. <laughs> yes, she's going to put you in jail. But guess what? Who is he going to pick? Elizabeth Warren, who lied about being a Native American. Can't like, do it. Kamala's good because the people in the middle don't care that she's a cop. No one gives a shit. No one cares. You might care that she locked up people, but the Republican conventions could be very tough to really get people mad at Kamala Harris. They're going to be like, fuck Kamala. Everyone's going to go, yeah, they're going to go, she's a cop and she locked up minorities. Republicans go, 
Ah. Uh, <laughs> is this a real problem? Like, I just think, she, what do you think? You think she's the worst? I don't think she's the worst, but uh, I think it's it's very, well, somebody wrote on Twitter that the left is very much against sexism and racism, yet they elected someone, to, yeah. or they chose someone to be a VP based entirely on their sex and their race. Right, but we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was. We happen. knew that was. This is why all these people on Twitter and guys that I really like, like I really love Kyle Kuklinski and those people. But it's like they were like so mad about it. I'm like, guys, didn't you see it was going to happen? Didn't you? Didn't you? Like, every, it's the most predictable choice in history. I was thinking if they went nuclear, Michelle Obama. That would have been wild, right? She would have won. She would have won. They would have won. And Cuomo from New York, who I call Meatball, the governor of New York, Meatball and Michelle Obama win. Did you see the latest Cuomo thing? No, what's Kyle, he doing Kyle, now? Kyle Kalinske sent me this. Let me, let He's me, out uh, of control over there. Him yeah. and his, bro his brother pretended to have coronavirus, by the way. I, they pretended? Well, his brother Chris Cuomo said he beat coronavirus by doing chest exercises. What? Swear to God. There's Come a on. YouTube video where Chris Cuomo's gone, you know, this virus gets in your body and it wants to stay there. But you know what? You just start stretching your chest, doing this, and you get rid of it. That's literally. I mean, he's never forget. Liar, liar. Is that true? Yes, he's a he liar. He said you got to stretch your chest? Yes. If you can find it, Jamie, it's just, real. And he said he cured himself. something, Jamie. He what? cured himself by doing chest exercises and stretching his lungs out. Well, the worst part was when he pretended to come out of the basement for the first time when he had already been in a, in a fucking fight with some yeah, guy no, these who was people riding are, a bike. They're pathological liars, both of them. I don't think that's what the case is. Okay. This is my take from a person okay. who's worked in show business yes. for a long time. I think he had a producer that had at CNN yeah. and they had this shot scheduled. You're gonna, We're going to film you coming out of the basement. It's going to be amazing. You're going to yeah. embrace your family for the first right. time in two weeks. Okay, you did know? the producer make a pretend to have Look coronavirus? Cuomo's well? protecting his Wall Street donors from Democratic tax bills. Um, so this is, uh, but the tweet I sent you, yeah. Jamie. The link. Uh, but there's a, I didn't send you the tweet. Uh, here it is. New disclosure records show Andrew Cuomo's largest hedge fund donor just funneled huge money to the governor precisely the moment Cuomo has been blocking Democratic legislators' bills to reinstate New York's financial transactions tax. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's nuts. If that's the tr if that's the case, if like he knew that tax was coming, and he blocked it just so that he could get paid, I don't know enough about finance. I, mean, I don't you know used either. To sell houses. Tell me. Come I was a subprime mortgage guy. Yeah, I mean, I know these things. I mean, what? I mean, I, you're I, my guy. I go to. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I mean. I, 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 it's very possible that he did block it so he could get paid. I mean, these people give themselves raises constantly, no matter what circumstances yeah. are. No matter what shortfall the city government's in, these people constantly give themselves raises. Yeah. And Cuomo's got to play an interesting game because Wall Street money is how New York is even alive. If enough Wall Street people leave, you, they're fucked. Well, they're fucked right now because- They're fucked right now. 50% of the taxes in yeah. New York are paid by the rich. Right, and they're leaving- It's like 1% of the people pay 50% of the yeah, taxes. Yeah, a lot of them went to the Hamptons, a lot of them got out mm -hmm. of the city, and a lot of them are leaving the city. Forever. Right. So, yeah. you you know, you can shit on the rich, blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of them should, you know, a lot of them get get out of paying taxes by routing their money offshore, and they mm -hmm. do a lot of things they shouldn't do. But that tax base is essential for that city. 100%. 100%. 100%. And this is where And also foreign criminals. As sad as it is, third world dictators, Chinese amusement park tycoons, Russian oligarchs, <laughs> and assorted murderers- you need their money.
Yeah, otherwise, how are you going to sell stock? That's the reality. Like, they have to come in and launder their money through New York real estate. They got to come in and buy 10 apartments they don't use, and then their daughter goes to NYU. I, I mean, otherwise, that whole city's going to fall apart. It's not right or wrong, good or bad. It's like, it's just what's going to happen. It's just what it is. Did you see just Cuomo is trying to bring the rich people back? It's like, come on over. I'll cook. Yeah. I'll cook. He, they're goon. He's a goon. How many guy. people are you cooking for, bro? He's an idiot. This is that folksy horse shit that yeah. they do. Like, I'll make a meatball for you. It's like, I'll cook for you. Yeah. Come how on about over. not letting the city get destroyed? How about not sending sick old people to the yeah. nursing home where they can infect everybody else? Well, that I was for. I think a good, <laughs> I think a good brush fire through the nursing homes is good, <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh God! I mean, my mother's no. in a nursing home. Her her roommate had COVID for a month. My mother never got it. Every day they would go in and they were like, "Will you?" My mother's an annoying woman, loud, <laughs> looks like me. Every day they walked in, they're like, "Will you die?" She's like, "I feel great." <laughs> so we're all hoping second wave, but um, it's like, it's, you know, she won't die. The woman's three hundred pounds. She won't die. That's she so won't crazy. die. What is she eating? Everything. Probably her roommate who died of COVID. She's probably eating her. But the woman won't die. She's indefatigable. Like, they, they can't. That's a great word. Yeah. I, th- I whip it out here. I don't know every if now I can say night. it right. I don't think I said I it right. I couldn't say medieval. Yeah. Here he is. Here it is. Cor- this is how he beat Corona. I don't think that. I think he's just talking about the tightness in his no, chest. No, no, no. No, no, no. He is. Stop defending him. <laughs> I have to defend all guineas. This is insane. Because I have too much of that in me. This is this is the vaccine for coronavirus, by the way. Going like this. Stretching. He's stretching. Yeah, he's stretching. So stretching. I like how the stairs are behind him. Yeah, it's all horse shit. Yeah. He looks fine. It's probably he's, a set. Yeah, it's probably a probably set. A he's not screen. sick. He's like, he goes, you know, he goes, this, this virus gets in here and wants to kill you. But he goes, you know what I do? He goes, I just stretch the lungs, stretch the lungs. Then And it's like, okay, so we shut down the economy mm. for three months for a virus where you can just- Stretch your lungs You can up. stretch the lungs and then that's it. Something's off. Well, this virus is fucked up because yeah. if you talk to some people, it's nothing. And I know people that have gotten it, they and got a headache. And they're fucked. And, they're not, and right. then other people that have gotten it and they're fucked still. Right. Like, I think Michael Yo is still having a problem with fatigue. My man, my ex-manager's, uh, his wife got it. She still can't smell. Wow. How long ago? Three months. She still she can smell a few things. Jesus. I know. Is she healthy? Yeah. She's a thin, you know, middle-aged woman. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. And they're also saying that some large number of people that get it, they still they have uh, heart damage. So a- after yeah. it's over, they, they show, like that baseball player. There's a professional baseball player that has to sit out the rest of the season. Because he got checked out. I mean, I think he's 29 years old or something like yeah. that. And they found out that he has uh, some inflammation in his heart. Nobody knows why any of this is happening. Well, I take it back to Brett Weinstein again, because uh, Brett, who's a biologist, was saying that this disease has all the markers of a disease that's been manipulated for research. Right. Probably. That's why it does. It's so infectious. Now, manipulated for research, like manipulated so that they can research it or manipulated as like, how can we make something dangerous that might be a weapon? No, they manipulate it so that they can do research on it. So they can find out what kind of cures they can create for coronavirus. Interesting. The lab that they did uh, research at was in Wuhan and it's a level four lab. By a research facility. And they had been cited in 2018 for safety violations. They're getting real sloppy over there because when right. you're working under communism, you don't have a lot of incentives. Right. Like, you know, you're not right. A lot of money. I don't so know if that's true. it's very possible that it this is a genetically modified virus, yeah. and that and maybe that's why it, it has all of these different effects on people. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it's probably morphing. Like they I'm, say the one yeah. in India is so different that if we come up with a vaccine for um, the American version, it's not going to work on the Indian version. Is this just the rest of the for history now is just viruses and pandemics and like, I mean, this seems to be because all the conditions for this, you know, are, 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 you know, going to still be there. Yeah. Like there's still going to be these wet markets. There'll still be. A, you know, a lot of unsafe handling of of of, of produce and and not pre- only produce, but like you know, different types of animals and right. it's so this may not be the end of this. May be the beginning of an era of just different types of pandemics and viruses. Well, they've been warning us about this for a for while. a while. I mean, yeah, Bill Gates had that TED speech. Yeah. in 2015 he said it's coming. Yeah, and you know now he's the devil. Now it's like Bill Gates well, wants I don't to think give you a devil. I just think people get weirdly uncomfortable when it's like billionaires want to do like Bill Gates was considering once shooting a missile of dust at the sun to help climate change. This is a, a fact. What? Yes. So he Wait was considering this, and then- Wait pe- a minute. Yeah. Where'd Bill you, Gates- Where'd you read this? This is- What kind of dust? The, um, Do you know how big the sun is? Yeah, but Bill Gates was considering shooting a missile full of dust at the sun. <clears throat> so it's like, now obviously people said to him, hey, not a good idea, and he relented. But when you have these Batman villain billionaires, not that they're evil, but that they have a lot of money, they could do whatever they want, people get uncomfortable with just one guy saying this is the way it is and this is what you need. People just feel uncomfortable you with find it. find that? Is that real? <clears throat> That's real, Joe. Oh, could dimming the sun save the earth? Bill Gates wants to spray millions of tons of dust into the stratosphere. Okay, that's different to stop global warming but critics fear it could triple calamity yeah, this yeah is... that's not at the sun but that, what that is is suspending particles in the atmosphere that are uh, going to act as like clouds. understood yeah. but the reality is people get a little un- <laughs> they get a little uncomfortable when a billionaire from a lair is decided to start shooting dust into the atmosphere and you know where is where is the where, is there any democratic process here where anybody will ever have any say in anything ever again I saw or are we just going to listen to Bezos and him do it and they could do whatever they want well it's hard to say because when you're that rich we listen anyway because we figure I Bezos know. has got 200 billion dollars or something he's, he must know something that we don't know we assume sure but assume I mean he's smarter than who us. knows what you know also, they have a lot of money. I don't even think they want more money. I think a lot of them just oh, have. Oh, they want more money. Well, some of them do, but they also have. Uh, they just have designs and the way they want the world to look. They have an ideology. I trust Bezos more than I trust Bill because Bezos doesn't wear a uniform. Bill Gates wears that Mr. Rogers uniform. Yeah, I don't trust it. I don't. I trust Warren Buffett because yes. I feel like he's in Omaha just eating. Eggs. He lives in the same fucking house that he bought in like That's 1980. That's a scam, though. He does that. He does that so guys like us will be like, "What a down to earth guy!" Like, right. but he's eighty billion dollars lives in a four hundred thousand dollar house. Something's wrong. That makes me more <laughs> suspicious than I would be if he had a man. He should have a big mansion. Bill Gates. Well, that's not even his regular outfit. The regular. That's the regular outfit. Yeah, the he's, regular a, outfit he's a, a little bit of a creep with the shirt. What do you do when it's hundred degrees, Bill? What do you wear then? You know, does he wear the same sweater with the shirt? Look, he's got that fucking. He outfit. loves it. But why is That's the tech outfit, man. Yes. That's the Silicon Valley. They're gonna people just get very nervous with with Silicon Valley billionaires. Well, it's an incredible amount of money and it's so an incredible much. amount of influence. People are really worried about Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, these guys are the new Rockefeller, Carnegie, and he's fucking really young. He's really young. By the way, speaks perfect Mandarin. Well, he's got a girl who's his Chinese, wife. right? Yeah, yeah, he's married. Jesus Christ. I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. I'm not invited to his home. You're not. I'll get you in. I'd love to go. All you go. have to do is get your Facebook page over 700,000 I'd love to go. And... I'd get banned from Facebook within an hour of being there. <laughs> I'd be taken away. I'd just, I just go up to him and go, can you get rid of my Aunt Kathleen, please? There's a crazy video of him yeah. in China, 
and uh, he's on a television show, and he starts speaking in Mandarin, and they go crazy. They can't believe he can do it, and they're clapping and cheering. Interesting. Well, it takes very little to impress them, huh? Well, they're just it's, He's just a white stunned. guy. He's doing, yeah. Here's the guy from Facebook speaking perfect Mandarin. Wow. But he's ready. That's, he's comf- ready that's comforting, over. by the well, way. He's going to bring them all the head of The head of Facebook is yucking it up with, you know, maybe our biggest enemy. Yeah, that's he, nice. He's going to be super excited about New World Order. Give me some volume on this. <laughs> yeah, what he's saying is we will destroy America. The translation is America will be a prison. We will send your government yeah. to rule our This is land. what happens when you're like a genius and you don't get laid in college and you just say, you know what? Mm. I'm just going to take over the world. This is like pinky in the brain, but the real thing. Well, he's also a guy who was friends with the people who put together Facebook. Yeah, that's right? a great movie, Social yeah. Network. I didn't killer. see the movie, but it's I read really an good. article about you should, the actual you would like real it. story. The actual real story is kind of fucked up. Yeah, he kind of... Well, there were those Winklevoss twins, and they had this Harvard dating app or something, and then mm-hmm. Zuckerberg came in. I think Zuckerberg had more of a vision of what he wanted it to be, but it was certainly sketch. Yeah. It's a little sketchy, a little the way sketch. that happened. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that they're trying to do money now, they're trying to do Facebook Bitcoin, like a, like oh, a yeah. cryptocurrency. Uh, it'll never end. They're never, it'll never end. It never it'll be happen. Facebook vaccine. It'll be Facebook. <laughs> I mean, they, it just won't end. I mean, I don't know how it's still relevant. Like when you go on Facebook now, it's just still crazy people screaming. Yeah. And, 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 and they've still kept them all on there. They've kept them on there. Like yeah. Zuckerberg's figured out a way to keep the boomers on Facebook. Yeah. Just sharing recipes and, and complaining about... QAnon? Yeah, they're just talking about QAnon. My aunt's like, save the children, and here's a recipe for banana bread. (laughs) My aunt's like, there's tunneled under Central Park, and I'm making a banana cream pie later. So if you want the recipe, I mean, literally, it's recipes Mm. and Q drops. That's my aunt's face. (laughs) Q drops. I mean, it's her head is melted. I've talked to multiple people that really truly believe in the the QAnon stuff. Well, some of it, some of it. Listen, some of it, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's like, I don't even blame the QAnon people as much because, like. If you were ignorant of everything and you never thought anything was conspiratorial and then Epstein and all this stuff happened, your mind would melt. Oh, yeah. And that's what happened. They just, I've been listening and following weird shit. I mean, I remember when 9 11 was a big thing. Now nobody even cares. Like, you bring that up, people roll their eyes. Like, remember, like, news changed and all those Yeah, that was a huge thing. And everyone's like, we're going to get the answers. And then people just stop caring. And then you move on to this. And then in five years, QAnon, people will be like, they'll stop caring. And then it'll be another thing. And eventually, you just have to, like, kind of check out because it gets boring. Well, you got to wonder disinformation campaigns have existed forever where they take yeah. legitimate information and then they lump it in with nuts. Yes. Crazy shit. Yes. Crazy, crazy people and crazy shit. And then they put it out there because it, it taints all the legitimate information as well. 100%. You know, there's a great book, uh, Behold the Pale Horse. You ever read yeah, that Yeah, William Cooper yeah, or something. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You read some of it and you go, oh, this makes sense. And then you go, what, but what a fucking alien base on the moon? Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And then some of it just goes left. <laughs> gets really crazy. Yes, yeah, Pat- Patrice O'Neill like had a great point where he's like the people will be they'll then they'll say two things that make a lot of sense and then they'll put marbles up their ass. <laughs> That's the way he said it. But it was true and he said it on ONA it was like but it's hard but eventually just for your own mental health you got to check out. Yeah. You got to just go, you know what there's more to life than politics and there's just more to life than hunting 
this conspiracy forever because it's none, none of what you think is going to happen is going to happen. I think that's part of what you you just nailed it, though. There's more to life, but there's not for some people. Yeah. Some people, if they put on a fucking MAGA hat and they, they you know, they have right. fucking uh, liberals with a line through it. Yeah. And they go out there and they fucking, yeah. That's it. And they get to the rally. Yeah. I was, I was out there in the desert. They had all these women and they're in, you know, Mercedes, like beautiful day, not as hot as it usually is. Women in like top down Mercedes. You'd think like on a day like that, you just go out, take a drive, put an album on, go take a drive yeah. up the mountains. Beautiful. Instead, they had these pink women for Trump flags and they all met mm. on a corner and they're all waving their flags. And it's like golf people. Yeah. It's like like middle, you know, upper middle class golf people. And this is their sports. It was like high school spirit night. I wish her well. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. And and it's just like, the, again, I thank God I found comedy. Thank God I have something I like to do. Yeah. Because I, maybe I'd be somewhere with a flag, waving a flag, running <sighs> around. That's what it is, right? Like People need things to do. Nobody right has now, hobbies. My, well, not yeah. only does nobody have hobbies, but right now no one has a job. That's a problem. So there's like no money coming in, you're desperate, you're scared, yeah. you're blaming other people, everybody else. You don't know who the fuck is to blame. You have no idea what's going on. And then there's on. a disease that might kill you. Yeah, so that you're anxious, yes. you're depressed, yes. your social circle's been cut dramatically. Dramatically. And now the only thing you could do is kind of go online for 19 hours a day and get <laughs> radicalized in whatever direction. Uh. That's the thing that bothers me, too, about, like, whenever people talk about uh, whether it's conspiracy theorists or whatever, uh, the, the one thing that drives me nuts is that people say, we have to stop these conspiracies. Like, when all these COVID conspiracies were going around, <clears throat> that, well, that's a different one, right? Because I guess some of them could be actually responsible for people making poor choices. That None of those people were going to make good choices before that thing. That's my point. Yeah. It's yeah. like, if there's people out there that are pushing ridiculous conspiracy theories, like... Who are you worried about? Are you worried about it getting to you? Right. No, you're not, right? You're yeah. not worried about you believing it. Right. So you think you're smarter than everybody else? Yeah. Well, I think it's just people get deeply uncomfortable with the idea that they're losing control of the public sphere, the public space, right? For so long, you had these these mainstream media outlets. They had real direct control. I mean, everything you saw, everything you watched, everything you read, it was under the control of a relatively small amount of people. And this was how it was forever, right? right? I mean, this was not like an aberration. This was literally how it was forever. Every single thing you read or saw was curated by a small group of people and now it's the Wild West. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. And you're going to get bad information. And you're going to get good information. You're going to have to figure out which is which. And the country is not good at doing that. People are not good at doing that. And so people get worried and they're like, wait a minute. But you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Well, the problem is they can. And right. The, and they will. Like, pandemic yeah. and all these right. different they videos. They ban them. Yeah, and the video of the bunch of doctors talking about hydroxychloroquine and z packs and when they and that woman that. who's a witch yeah. doctor, I liked her. <laughs> I like that witch doctor, and I want to hear more about. I find her opinions on 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 demons fucking you more interesting than COVID. She needs a podcast. She needs a pod. I don't care about hydroxychloroquine. I want to know who are these demons who fuck you in your sleep. We should have her on. You and me, with please. Her. If you get her. Me, you, and her would be phenomenal. We could fly her and she wouldn't even wear a mask. She would not wear a mask. She'd fight a cop at LAX. <laughs> where does she it live? It would be great. I have no idea. Where, where does that lady Where does that woman practice? live? She practices medicine at a strip mall. Have you seen it? 
No. It's literally like right next to a Zales. You know, a lot of doctors are bullshit. Like oh, a yeah. lot of doctors, oh, yeah. dude. A large percentage, especially in LA. Well, doctors are yeah. humans. Humans right. go to school. They learn to be a doctor. There's a lot of crazy humans. You know, Whitney Cummings said to me once, she goes, my doctor friend said, it's a practice, which means we're still practicing. It's like, well, that's not comforting. That's not what practice means. That's not at all what practice means, <laughs> you freak. But- there, it, dude, LA, there's so many doctors, and I'm like, do you even have a degree? Did you go to medical school? That kind of logic is like when people say program, when t talk about TV programs, they're programming you, bro. Right, they're, they're letting programming, you know. yeah, it's that stupid, like, linguistic garbage. Yeah, ling linguistic What a nightmare. Nonsense. Yeah, it's such a stupid are you, are you? Is there any part of you that's going to miss Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I'm going to miss it. Sure, I'm definitely going to miss yeah. the store. I'm, but I'm missing the Los Angeles that I don't think exists right now. Right. When you go down Melrose and you see everything boarded up and you see fucking homeless encampments everywhere. Like, I, I took the wife to Venice. Yeah. And uh, I've talked about this before, unfortunately. Sorry if you heard it before. But driving by, I parked at a red light, you know, stopped at a red light, rather. And there's this fucking house to my left. It's probably worth $5 million. And right across the street, there's 10 tents. Right. So imagine you, your fucking kid is in your front lawn. You, you, you made it. You got a beautiful house in Venice. Well, yeah. five minutes from the beach. I love it. You've got 10 junkies camped out in front of your fucking house and needles right. in the street like this is crazy I mean, it's there's a, fucking tents everywhere yeah, yeah i was in brentwood this morning it's chaos yeah dude you get off the 405 it's just garbage stacked up seven feet high and tents fucking hibachi grills out there yeah that's why yeah i mean that's why i got this house in the desert because i'm like i just want to get out and you know as soon as you get out there something happens where yeah. it gets really calm really yep. hot and there's none of that. There's That's like why I'm moving to Texas. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Texas is like that. Yeah. Texas is like the regular world, but you wear a mask. Yeah. And a lot of people from Texas, they're all upset that I'm talking about it so much and people are moving out there, but pff, I'm sorry. Sorry you're awesome. Sorry you got an awesome spot. Yeah. It just seems like, the, first of all, high population centers. It's just this is not a time for high population centers. This is letting right. everybody know that the, the whole idea of like living in Manhattan, this is going to be great. Everything's there. Like, right. Yeah. All, also it was. The, it was great. Here she is. Stella. Houston, Texas. Woo! Firepowerministries.org. I love that. Woo! Weapon of war. What? Firepower. What yeah. is that weapon of war? Give me the full image. Hold on a second. You've got. Hold on. Back, 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 back. I can't. Yeah. Make it there. Firepowerministries. What is that? God's uh, battle website. axe and weapon of war. See uh, that? I would have went right to the website, but it was not working. Firepower oh, Ministries. About that. Look at what it says there. God's battle axe and weapon of war. I, I love think it. I need that tattooed. Yeah. I think I'm going to get that on my right leg. Firepower Ministries. I God's love that. Battle Ammunition axe Ministries. And weapon of war. AK-47 Ministries. I'm going to yeah. put that on my heel. Where, yeah, that. where is she? The Christian Resource Center. She's right there. That there sounds is. good. Firepower Ministries. Firepower Ministries. Prayer, deliverance, counseling, bookstore, print Our shop, shop, gifts. I will send a limo to get you. Gifts we'll and more. Bring you to Austin. We do a podcast. We're going to have a good time. It sounds fun. It looks legit. Yeah. Look, there's Perfect. a whole witchcraft uh, section. Oh. You can see it from hey. Here. Well, if you don't get a book on witchcraft, how are you going to learn? You got to go to a witch and they might lie to you. <laughs> I'm all for her protecting us from witches. Well, God's battle axe and weapon of war. Like imagine right now on your Twitter. Man, this is her everybody time, out huh? there. Please listen to me. I'll, I've never asked for anything from you people. <laughs> I want everybody to update your Twitter bio to God's battle axe and weapon of war. I want everyone to do. Yeah, it. I may I'll do, do that. that too. I may do that. God's, God's battle, battle axe and weapon, weapon of, war. of war. I'm gonna do that right now. Oh, please. I'll do it too. <clears throat> Let's do that right now. It's important. While we're on the, I it's don't... important to show solidarity yeah. with that woman and her. 
God's battle axe and weapon of war. Firepower, Firepower Ministries. Yes, God's battle axe and weapon of war. Update so profile. Do, 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 do. Edit profile. Here we go. Everybody's yes. coming out of the woodwork now. Like you have a lot of different, you know, if you have, if you had anything to do with medicine at all, you could come out now and just, you could, you could build a brand. Yeah, She's could. building a so, brand. It's a Bible verse, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You are my war club. Well, yeah. Maybe I should leave it alone then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, already, it's I'm just, already moving to a red She's state. building a brand. Yeah, you don't, I understand what they're doing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you got to build a brand. It's just what it is. You Not everybody can be Alyssa Milana. Some, 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 Alyssa Milana. Some people have to be God's weapon of war. Yeah. Battle yeah. axe. Battle axe and weapon of war. What a yeah. crazy Bible quote. There's some Bible quotes that make you go. Well, Oof. they don't, the people like her, they don't want the light touch Bible quote. No. They don't want the like, give the old man soup or whatever, you know, some version of that. They want like, the fires will rain through your eye, like that type of yes, intense. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the apocalypse. They're into that. So many people just really love that vivid imagery from like Book of Revelation. Yes. They want that. Yes. That's the only part of the Bible a lot of them care about. Yeah. They well, just want the end. They think it's coming. What's going on here? Give me some. Give me some of this. What is she saying? There are a lot of us that, yes, we gave our life to Christ, but we've been living in sin. Right. Oh, no. There are some of us that we did. You know, we believe that God exists, but we've never surrendered our all to him. That's all reasonable. That's all reasonable. But because of the care. Don't be afraid to give your all to Christ. I'd feel comfortable if she walked into a a hospital waiting room and started treating me. (laughs) I'd feel very comfortable. And then Mm. she brought that guy out. (laughs) And she goes, now meet my uh, nurse. This is my head nurse. You know, what is interesting, though, is this, the politicalization. Is that a word? Oh, this is, she's rocking out right now. That's exactly like uh, De Blasio's no, that, wife. That's De Blasio's wife trying to get <laughs> trying to get a response from people in Central Power Park. Power to the people. Nothing. Yeah. 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 You got to wonder. It's a real nightmare out there. It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. If we can stay alive, it's awesome, though. As long as nobody you love dies in this, it's a good time. Yeah, I think if we come out on the other end, which I think will be next spring, I think we're going to go through the fall and then winter. It's going to be weird. The election's weird. Like, have you ever have you ever looked forward to three months less no. than these three months of well, just intense? I have intense anxiety about the election. Right. Like, I'm where I'm like, oof. Yeah. This could be bad. Could go, could go interestingly. It could be a real mess in this country. I think it'll be a mess no matter who gets in. I'll be less of a mess if Biden wins. I, I think. think if Biden wins, it'll be less of a mess. And I think people will shut. I'm hoping people will shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, can people just shut up? They're not going to shut up. Yeah. They're not going to shut up. Because first of all, the Trump people, if Biden wins, they're going to be furious. Right. And uh, Trump has said that like the, this mail-in vote thing is going to be ripe for fraud. He's so- not. Maybe he's not wrong about that either. I don't know enough about it, but I don't know why we can't have a regular election with masks. Uh, well, I don't know why we can't entertain this, seeing as how you and I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Let's just go all in and say, uh, I believe it could be a fraud. The mail-in? Yeah. I think it could be, too. I think they should vote online. How come you could do banking That could be online? fraud, too, because then how come Russian trolls online? and Chinese trolls and all the trolls and bots. Meanwhile, you bank online. No problem. What, what's more important to you than your money? Nothing. Nothing. It's a good point. Meanwhile, I, they, they figured out how to do that. Let's just have a regular election. Six feet distancing mask. Spray everything down in between. I mean, Look, what are we doing? Your phone opens up with your face, right? Yeah. Mine does, at least. Or, or your fingerprint. Why can't you use that? Well, I just, I agree with you, but I don't know why we can't have a traditional regular election with masks and distancing. 
We certainly can. I think we can. I think it's stupid not to, especially in an election that's going to be this contentious anyway. We should probably just have a regular election with masks and distancing. I wonder what it's going to be like at the polls. And then, like, if really elderly people, people, yes, you should go to nursing homes that are really elderly people and let them let them touch a computer screen. <laughs> like, let my mother go in there and let my mother touch it because she loves Trump. She asked me the other day. She goes, <laughs> she goes, can you get me a MAGA hat? I'm like, she yeah, said that? yeah. She's schizophrenic, but she loves him. She's kind of his base. <laughs> She goes, she goes, she goes, yeah, she goes, um, uh, yeah, she goes, I love Trump. She goes, he's just trying to do the right thing for the country, you know? I'm going to take a picture of you in full stride. She goes, your Aunt Donna doesn't understand that Donald Trump's trying to save us from the people that want to hurt us. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, that's Aunt Donna, always trying to let the people in to hurt us. Fucking Aunt Donna. Everybody has one. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my, uh, here's a question. Yeah. Who's, who's going to name the kid Karen after all this? Oh God, that name's out. It's a rough year. But you know, year. Timmy, my name that happened to too. When? Every pussy that was being described in the eighties was like little Timmy. Really? Everyone, everyone, dude. And that name is decreased in popularity, which is fine. I don't want it. I don't want a name that everyone has. But everybody, that was the pussy name forever. It was like Timmy. What about Adolf? By the way, not a good guy. Great name. It's not a bad name. It's a great name. Yeah. It's a strong name. Wilhelm. Clip this and send this around. It's a strong name. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm. You can't use it anymore. You can't use uh you can't use Adolf anymore. Yeah, but how I, many kids a year let's ask let's yeah. let's do a, a poll. Right. How many kids a year are named Adolf? Probably nobody. <laughs> nobody, right? I wanna know. I wanna know how I many mean, you children... wanna talk about a, a social justice warrior? The guy who's named Adolf's gotta go hard wow. left. What? Uh, well, actually, well, hold on. What does it say? I thought this was like a U.S. article. What does it say? A worldwide? European article. Um, Europe's all in. There's official records on it, apparently. So um, oh. official records show that only 13 children were named Adolf between 2006 and 2013. Follow them, Netflix docs. It's made a small comeback since then. 46 children have been named Adolf since then. Oh, yeah, the way Germany's oh. going, there's going to be a lot of Adolfs being born. Yeah, because they got some issues. How and crazy is that? How, how low that number is. Follow those 13 kids. That's a great Netflix documentary. Like, you just call it 13 Adolfs. <laughs> and you follow them and see, like, how they deal ah. with how they deal with having the name. Name of a you know a genocidal monster. Really, but maybe I'm you could kidding. be Genghis. You could name your kid Genghis. Nobody would have is a problem. Is it Genghis or Genghis? Genghis. Genghis Khan. Oh, I like Genghis. Genghis better. is fine too. I've said Genghis, but I think you're really supposed to say Genghis. Oh, Katrina, Caitlin. Hey, wait a minute. Hold no, on. No, no more Caitlins. Monica. Monica's are out. ISIS. There's a few oh, ISIS. Dude, ISIS. have you ever gone somewhere and you see someone of Middle Eastern descent and their name is Ellen. ISIS? It's like a beautiful name, ISIS. Ellen's rough. That's Ellen is like one. an old. But it's a rough one now. It's a rough one now because she was running Abu Ghraib in the back of her show. <laughs> That's a rough one. She's out there dancing with Kristen Bell, and in the back there's people that are getting up on the rack like this. It's so weird when you see like a lot of people saying that someone who seems so nice is yeah. not nice at all. She doesn't seem nice. but that's that. People have a very poor judge of character. She doesn't seem nice. It seems forced. Mm. People that are like that all the time, it, she doesn't seem nice. It's very forced. Mm. And whatever, you're allowed to be a bitch, right? You're allowed to be a bitch. You're allowed to be nasty to people. You're accomplished. You're a comedian. You did the whole thing. What you're not allowed to do um, is have a Guantanamo Bay situation in the backstage. <laughs> 
of your show where everybody's walking around afraid for their life <laughs> and it's like Abu Ghraib where they're hooked up to wires and they dogs have like around them. yeah she's got dogs and hoods if an intern's late they have a hood on I don't support that mm, that's just me yeah yeah I'm with you yeah I mean you know I you wish she's the best done? She's around for too long. Talent, all these people, walk away. You've been famous forever. Walk away. Like, eventually, everybody, they're just going to figure it out. Now, Fallon's on an apology door, apology tour because of the blackface. Like, is he? Well, he was. Like, he had to go around and apologize a million times for, like, they're going to find the thing mm. if you don't go away. You mm. got it. You got to have a good run. And then when you have a good run, you step back and you go, okay, I'm still going to do my thing. But like, I'm not, I mean, there's only a, a few jobs in entertainment, right? Right. So I think a lot of the cancel culture shit is probably these motherfuckers want those jobs. Ooh. They're like, how long is this bitch going to be dancing? I can dance with Hillary Clinton. What? I could do the Charleston with Henry Kissinger, whatever the fuck she does out there. The Charleston is out there. She does. She goes out there, do the Charleston. She's got war criminals. <laughs> Her and Bush are jumping around. I That's mean, right? She was buddies with Bush. That yeah, was like she's one of the a first CIA things. agent. <gasps> Stephen Paddock. And do not ask me for sources. But Stephen <laughs> Stephen Paddock. Who's that? He was the guy that shot up the Vegas concert. That was a very tr oh. tragic thing. Listen to this. The only guy that saw Stephen Paddock alive, his name is Jesus Campos. He was a guard at Mandalay Bay. He got interviewed nowhere else. Do you know where he got interviewed in the beginning? Ellen. Ellen. Really? Weird. And then they went on. If you could find that clip, they went on with a weird like diagram of how it happened. And Ellen's like showing the people out. Not like an emotional, like, how are you feeling? How are you holding up? It was a weird diagram of like, and then he went to the left and to the right. It was very strange to look. What the hell's going on? This is so, a daytime show. Which is the paddock guy? There's two guys there? The chubbier guy is the Jesus guy. And now Ellen is doing a doc thing of, of how the shooting happened. Look how she's got like an antenna from someone's yeah. Buick that she's popped <laughs> off and she's using it as a pointer. But <laughs> why the hell is this happening on like a daytime show where Where'd, she did? This is weird. Where'd she get that pointer? I, I don't know. She stole, it off, she stole it off an intern's car. Why wouldn't you just use your finger? Like, if that was you, if it was your show, the yeah. Tim Dillon show, yeah. wouldn't you just point? Yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, this is also a giant uh, screen behind her, so they could have just put it on that screen. So, But oh, she's using screen. this thing. I find it very strange. I don't know why. Wait a minute. Those aren't real palm trees? No. Yeah. <laughs> I know that street, though. I know that block at Beverly Hills that she used. How I, weird is that? I don't know why they're doing this on a daytime talk show. Let's keep it running. Look at it. She's dressed like Colonel Sanders. Or not Colonel Sanders. She's dressed like Sergeant Pepper. This guy That's looks like a member say. of her staff. What kind of outfit is she wearing? I don't know. She wears wears those weird, like militant lesbian. Yeah, that should tell you uniform. Yeah, like, that's an odd look with all those buttons. Like, why do you have so many wrist buttons? It was given to her in Langley. The only reason why you have that many wrist buttons if you look at a clothesline somebody. Yeah, look at her. Look at her. Man. Everyone says she looks so friendly. She looks. Yeah, she looks friendly. Yeah, she she does look very military. Yeah, she's a militant woman. With a very expensive watch. She too. dealt with a lot of discrimination when she came out. It was very sad, but then she joined the CIA. Her house got broken into while she was at home. Really? Yeah, yeah. She got a dope place in Montecito, and so, and then they broke in while she was there. Yeah. And those people are still being tortured to this day. Probably. They're still in an underground jail. Yeah, she's feeding them to her staff. She's like, "It's okay. Don't worry about it." She goes, "You did good." Is that the guy, the survivor? He's the guy who met Paddock. She's holding on to him. It's odd. Yeah. She's allowed to do that because she's a woman, but if that was a man holding on to a woman's arm that long... It'd be rape. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a real problem. Yeah. That's for sure. So weird, man. What a strange interview, man. I mean, 
the whole situation was strange. What a strange like, they, thing. They never really figured out why that guy did that. There was no motive. He has no. a very little footprint online. He was His a chick professional was in the gambler, Philippines. Right? Yeah, he was. He made a lot of money doing that. Jamie's just, what did you do? Jamie knows. Don't, you don't know? You don't believe? What do you think? That's what they said. Well, I don't know. You I tell know. me what's going That's on. That's the story. Okay, but you just made a noise. Like, this is bullshit. Professional gamblers? Not. Oh, There's a lot of professional gamblers, buddy. Not about playing video poker. Is that what he does? Yeah. That's all he did? Yeah. He was an arms dealer. No, I don't know that. But I just, <laughs> you see the way I guns. said it very yes. definitively? He was, he an, was arms an arms dealer. dealer. Yeah. He did have a lot of fucking guns. Some, like, it's just very strange. And a lot of times what happens is, you know. Oh, and, she gave him a check for 25 oh, grand. Oh, well, good for her. A big ass check, too. Like, you won the lotto. That's good. Yeah, imagine Classy. if you won the lotto and they gave you a check that big and it's 25 grand. By the way, okay. after taxes, that's not even any money. How about I put a zero it's like on nothing. that, bitch? It's like, bitch, how about you give me some real money yeah. and not $8,000? When we would give people $50,000 to win Fear Factor, yeah. the government, I think, takes sixteen. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you get thirty-four, dude. When you do your first job in comedy, you have to join SAG, which is three thousand dollars. So a lot of times you're like negative. Yeah, you have to pay three grand to join the Screen yeah. Actors Guild. Yeah, and then you're. Fi I mean, it's wild. Well, this what they're doing right now in California taxes. They're trying to retroactively tax oh, everybody up which to sixteen point eight percent, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy. But you're going back to January, Take, like yeah. You know, I know you were living here over the last seven months, yeah. assuming that your tax rate was what it is, and you budgeted for that. But no. We're going to steal your money. Are they going to be able to do that? I don't know. They're proposing. They're saying 16.8% for top earners. Yep. And then it's going to be high no matter what because it was 13. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of people will be paying 14. It's a lot of money to go to, the, to a state that doesn't manage money well and doesn't seem to fix any of the problems. Especially if you're that guy that's got that multi-million dollar house in front of fucking tents. And right. you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? I, yeah. I work my fucking ass off 10 hours a day. I come home exhausted, yeah. try to spend some quality time with my family. I'm dodging needles right. in my well, fucking front well, yard, and I'm paying yeah. 16%. I don't know if he's spending quality time with the kids, but he's still like, he's Some like, I got well. some hookers and coke, and this is still a problem. He's like, they don't want to come over here and walk through tents. These women are professionals. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that guy's coming home to his kids. <laughs> they get an Uber. No, he pays someone to watch the kids. And, yeah. yeah, but it, no, it's it's falling apart here very quickly. I wonder what's going to happen. Like, how far can it fall apart? Because I would have Not never imagined. It can fall further. Don't it, get it crazy. Will it will fall further. Go but to Machu Picchu. There's no one there. Okay? That's a good point. Yeah, man. That's All a these good places. Point. Look, look. It's going to be taken over by the TikTok kids. You already see it happening. Well, that's why Trump's trying to ban TikTok. They're 16 the years thing. old. They literally run L.A., these 16-year-old kids. They go to that steakhouse boa, and they all walk around in bedazzled jackets, and, and, and there's paparazzi them. outside. And these paparazzi, their job, yeah. They go like, as the world's burning, these kids are doing this. The paparazzi's job is to ask these kids, like, what's going on? And they're kids. <clears> and they're, they literally have responses like a regular child would. They'll be like, what's going on, Madison? And she's like, I'm trying to get a car. And he's like, all right, right. And <laughs> it's so sick. Like, this is that guy's life. He's got to follow around these children. At least used to follow around Sandra Bullock. Now you're following around a kid who like does this. There's it's, one dude that was a comic. Oh, he's still a comic, but uh, he was a TMZ guy for a while. And he was. Uh, yes, he, I know he, that guy. I've met that guy. Good dude. Good looking guy. He was like one of those TMZ guys. Yeah, very nice yeah, guy. Yeah. I meet him at the airport all the time. Sometimes I answer his questions. And sometimes like, bro, how embarrassing is that? I'm though? so tired. I get a that's fellow his comic job. too. It's tough for a fellow comic. And we're talking. I'm like, come on. Man. He's like, dude. I get it. 
but but he was cool. Like if I told him, like I'm, I'm not into it. I'm so fucking tired, and I'm not going to comment on my friend's death. Like one of them was oh, Anthony Bourdain. God, yeah. Like right after Anthony Bourdain died, I'm like, I can't, man. I can't. Talk what a way it. to make a lit. Like I feel bad for those guys who have to camp out outside of a Starbucks and interview 16 year olds. You're like, what's the drama this week? They also know where yeah. you are somehow. Oh, they're weird. stalking these kids. But how, what do they get? The, how do they get the flight information? Like that's what I want to know. I don't know. No, no one's done that to me, Joe. I don't know. <laughs> I always want to know like how they get the flight yeah, information. I don't know. I've like, never they know been... what airline you're on. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Like they must have someone inside the airline. They they send them money or something like that. They well, must have some sort of a that's interesting. So they, they they so then they show up at LAX at the right time. Yeah, not just LAX. Like they show up when you're getting off the L the escalator, like at fucking you know the fourth terminal. You know, when you're in Terminal 4 and you're coming they down, know. they're there for you. They're ready. Wow. Weird. See, they're outside of the restaurants in Beverly Hills a lot of times. But like those just, fucking people that go to those restaurants, to snap. they know what restaurants they're going to get. Like, if you go and to they want, Yeah, or, right. or, 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 uh, Catch. or any of those. And the food at a lot, I like Craig's, but a lot of those Beverly Hills restaurants, it's not good. Well, it's a scene. It's a scene. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. But the food is like... You go, this is horrific. Like, like if you some... go to Nobu and Malibu, they don't let them on the property. Yeah. So they're on the street yelling at you. They yell at you. Yeah, 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 for yeah, like, yeah. So there's like the parking lot. Yeah. And then there's the restaurant. Are you going to miss that stuff? There. Are you going to miss like oh, the Nobu yeah, and Malibu, I like wish. the food, like the I sushi? Wish. No. No? I eat meat. I know. I eat meat nine times. You don't like fish. Times. You don't like fish. It's okay. I eat it when there's no meat around. Yeah, my dad's friend owned a steakhouse. He said that. He goes, fish I is like meat. He goes, fish is perfectly good if there's no meat. Yeah, I like yeah. meat. Well, the good thing about fish is you can eat it all day long and no one gets mad at you. If you eat meat, people think you're a terrible person. Meanwhile, there's plenty of cows and we're sucking fish out of the ocean in yeah. record numbers. Our, the ocean's going to be drained of, of sashimi. Yeah, but no you time. know what? No, no generation before us ever worried about us. So it's like, I'm going to eat the sashimi and the kids can figure it out. Let the TikTok fucks figure out how to get more salmon. But there's no shortage of cattle. Like, you can grow yeah, cattle they, like crazy. Isn't the problem that they fart and then it causes <laughs> methane? Yeah. I mean, I know, they but that's that was what the they case, say. But then they did an actual uh, a survey. See if you can find that. They did some sort of a satellite image of uh, the United States, and they found out that the large majority of methane release is coming from dumps and coming from uh, landfills. Yeah, which makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Of course it does. Of course. All that food and everything's yeah. rotting, and it's just going straight up well, in the air. All of those... You know, people criticize meat because it's political, but what's very interesting is like sugar gets away with everything. Yeah. Sugar is like a, like, there was a comedian who did a great joke. I think it was Baron Vaughn, and it was like, he goes, cocaine and heroin look at sugar and go, fuck, that's the fucking dude. Like, <laughs> that's the real drug. He's everywhere. Yeah. I He's mean, in that's all the, the real. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, sugar is just so endemic in our culture that, yeah. and it's not that political, and it oh. is very addictive. Oh, yeah. Really? Me addictive. and Ari Shafir did this, and uh, Big J Elkerson, a few people. We did this Slim Fast <laughs> challenge for like two weeks, and you read the Slim Fast ingredients, all sugar. Yeah. You're just oh, yeah. drinking a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. have much calories other than the sugar. Right. And it fills you up in some weird way. What do you it got does. there, Jamie? What is that? Uh, research shows removing all livestock and poultry from the U.S. alone would only reduce global greenhouse gas emissions by 0.36%. You fucks. Just relax. If you don't eat those cows, they die on their own and no one gets to eat them. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. So you got to eat the cows. Yeah, this idea that you're going to save the world, that was something that was promoted by a lot of these bullshit propaganda vegan movies. Right. That if you, like, greenhouse gases are all coming from that. No, no, no. No, look, a lot of greenhouse gases coming from shipping produce, folks. Right. It's unfortunate. It's true. Ag agreed. There's a lot of problems with growing things, like almonds, that you're using so much fucking water to yeah. grow these things. Right. You, you're drinking almond milk. What's your feeling on whole, I drink almond milk. What's your feeling on whole milk? 
I think raw milk is probably good for you. What's raw milk? It doesn't milk? bother me. Raw non milk, non-homogenized, non-pasteurized. Where do you find that? You can only get it in some stores. And it's kind <laughs> it's of like, it's kind of raw milk. I mean, it's like yeah, it's I, like finding DMT. You okay, know yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, yeah. sometimes you'll bring up a product. I'm like, how do you even get that? I was drinking raw milk for a while because you could get it at the supermarket. I think you could get it at Whole Foods, but it was good for literally like two days. Does it taste good? It tastes great. Interesting. It's really thick and like you drink it and it doesn't make you feel like shit like there's something about regular milk which i love like milk and cookies you give me a fucking chocolate chip cookie and a cold glass of milk Woo! yeah it's so good you dunk it in are yeah. you a dunker do you dunk the cookie? i have dunked mm. boa has a dessert where it's those warm cookies and they're just a little scoop of no ice cream it's like oh, uh, it's I've a problem that. that's yeah. a very good real thing. good it's yeah. a very good thing but when you drink regular milk your stomach's like all right we can deal with it <laughs> like right whatever but whole milk it just kind of goes in there because it has all the enzymes. It's not boiled down. When your body is drinking pasteurized, homogenized milk, the idea is it can stay on the shelf longer. It could feed more people. It also lasts longer, keeps people from getting sick. I get it. All that stuff's good. But the problem is that your body doesn't know what that is. Like, that's boiled and dead. There's no right. enzymes in it. Right. When you drink regular milk, it's like your body's like, oh, we know what to do with this. This Raw is right. milk. This is milk. It's not this, pa like, pasteurization. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. And you don't fuck with almond milk. Well, I've had it. It's a little lighter than it's whole milk. Yeah. not milk. It's not milk. It's nonsense. It's a chalkiness. Well, it's some fucking shit where you, you t take almonds and then you um, soak them. And then yeah. you get this murky water, and then you drink that and lie to yourself. And by right. the way, most almond milk has sure. sugar in it. Like Dunkin', I yeah. love Dunkin' and Dad. Like, dude, almond milk is so healthy. I go, yeah. why don't you read how much sugar it is per <laughs> serving? He's like, 19 grams. I go, yeah, 19 <laughs> grams. That's why it tastes so good. Everybody lies. You drink it a vanilla yeah. milkshake. Yeah. Well, you go at Whitney's. You go over to Whitney's house. Whitney has all these weird plant-based things, but they're all kind of like weird, like plant-based chocolate pops and chocolate <laughs> almond milk and. Nonsense. But she's very thin because she she doesn't eat a lot she of them. Throws up a lot. She well, that's what she does and she's too. On speed. Yeah, it's a good point. She did all <laughs> of those things. All of those things help. You know the needles. Every now and then I'll call her. She's got like nine needles coming in. I'm like, is this COVID vaccination? What's going on? She does the NAD. We both do NAD injections. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the plant based stuff never feels that healthy. Is she on plant based diets? Is that what she's doing? No, she'll have meat every now and then. Like, I'll bring her food that has meat in it. And she probably eats it like a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> she'll <laughs> eat it. I mean, a lot of times I try to bring her like an eggplant parmesan or something that's like in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a person. She's dyed her hair pink now, like Billie Eilish. When did she do this? She's recently. I mean, she's like gone off the. She's probably losing her marbles. Yeah, we need a vaccine. Somebody, Nikki Glazer was talking about shaving her head on Twitter. I had to reach yeah. out to her. Yeah. Did, did you? Yes, I you, did. You, are she you said, like, bitch, you're stealing my thing? No. <laughs> you called her Nikki. Stop she was right saying, now. I'm doing it in solidarity for my friend who has cancer. By the way, there is no friend. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she's like, oh, great. Yeah, so, people are having issues. I t she's coming on next week. I texted yeah. her, and I'm like, you, what, what, is, what are you doing? And she's she's like, oh, I'm going crazy. She's, she's in Missouri with her family. with her family. Yeah, she's living with her family while this Nikki's is Nikki's great, man. I she's love a, her. She's great. She's a fucking she's great comic, so, and she's look at killer. fucking Whitney's hair. She's so crazy. Yeah, Whitney's really. Whitney keeps getting younger. Like she looks like she's seventeen years old. Because of the adrenochrome. Yeah, it's a good. What's <laughs> happening there? Where'd that blue shit come from? What is that? What is that? Who's this? Doing is that? her assistant, and he shoots things at her. Oh, she knows how to stay relevant. Her assistant's hilarious. Yeah, he's the very two funny. Of them together, are very fun together. Yeah, he just like I don't know, cracks eggs over her head or whatever. I don't know, but it's good. I mean, well, it works. It's it's a fun dynamic. She's having a good time. Yeah, I. She's one of those people that I go, man. How does Whitney function without the store? 
which is probably what a lot of people say about me. Right. Well, also define function. But I mean, the, um, like, yeah, no, of I course. Think like some of us, just, people, this is by shooting a potato gun at her in her backyard. Let's not some go. Some of us need yeah. that fix. I agree, man. I had to get out of LA. I had to go to the desert because I, I couldn't handle the feeling every day that th- things were disintegrating minute by minute. And they are. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I, that was wearing on me. So I said, let me just go to a place where there's just eighty year olds driving golf carts. Yeah, Bob Hope. You just look at Bob Hope's house. It's nice. Joey Diaz had a really good point. I think he's right. <clears throat> he's like, before you leave Joe Rogan, you got to go down there and film that shit. You know, yeah. show these motherfuckers. They don't know. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. Go down yeah. Melrose. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck. Dude, it's I become. listened to the episode he did with Lee when they talk about dissolving the church, and it was like that was a great fucking episode, man. Mm. And it was like emotional. It was like because that guy, along with you, helped define a whole era of podcasting and yeah. comedy and everything. So it's like when you hear him talk about walking away from LA and why he's doing it and the family. I mean, it's a real like impactful Listen, thing. Don't tell Joey. This yeah. is what's going to happen. He's going to go to Texas. One winter in New Jersey yeah. and then I'm going to call him up. Joey, I bought you a house. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy him this beautiful house. Just reroute house. his plane. Just have his plane land in I'm Austin. I'm going to buy him a beautiful house like on a golf course. With a yeah. Green. I'm going to make sure it's real near walking distance to good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy him a house. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to buy him a, once I open up a comedy club yeah. in, in so Austin. So you're, you're hardcore. You're like going full. I'm gone. You're Doing it. I'm gone. Well, I know you're gone, but you're really doing the club I am and everything. Fucking doing Wild. everything. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen, I, it's exciting. I need comedy. I agree. And also, I feel like uh, Austin is a fantastic artistic community. There's a lot of like fantastic music there. Yeah. It's the live music capital of the world. It the is. food is fucking sensational. The Very pe- good. The people are cool as shit. I just felt like that's a good spot. 100%. I mean, we all need comedy. I'm doing a tent in Long Island in two weeks at Governor's. They oh, set Governor's up a tent. a tent. They've set up a tent in the parking lot. And I'm doing it because, why? Because like, hey. Good for them. Why not? Good for them. For Time a- to start little by little yeah. figuring out like what this is going to look like. Good for them for just fucking adapting. You know, I, li- I like that these yeah. restaurants are like, and if you go down Venice, they're like taking up the sidewalk. They, yeah. they're like, Fuck we it. were all supposed to shoot. I don't want to say what, but me and a bunch of other people were supposed to shoot something for Netflix uh, in August in L.A. That never happened. That's so now it's like yeah. we don't know what the hell is going to happen with that. Yeah, um, I um, I was going to try to do my next special uh, right around the new year. That was my right. plan. And my you plan- had the garden book. You had all these things. Oh booked. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of shit booked. But my plan was to make this mad run. I was going to do Boston Garden, Madison Square Garden. I had all these theaters booked. Me and Chappelle were doing a bunch of dates. And the thing was to come into like January, February, just fucking coming in hot and do my next special. And now it's like part of me. Look, I'm not happy that this is happening for anybody that's sick or anybody who lost a business, anybody. But you have to be able to adapt and look at the bright side. So for me, what I'm thinking is right now is... At the very least, what I can do is use this as an opportunity to examine what I want to say in my act. Right. Examine it. Instead of just doing bits that I know are killing, because I have right. a lot of bits that I know are just murdering. Right. And I'm like, okay, should I do that bit? How? What is that? Is this how I feel? Is this real? Like, wh- where, where do I go with this? And then go, go forth once the year rolls over, I think around 2021, 20, January, February, that's most likely, if there's a possibility of doing stand-up again, that's when it's going to open up. Because right. they're talking about having some sort of a vaccine around December. So, well, let's see. But yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think it's going to get to a point. We're going to get to herd immunity a little quicker than we think. Well, you know, I was talking to uh, Ron Funches yesterday, and I was like, Ron, what if this is it? This is, the, this is how we live from now on. You can still go to the store. 
You wear a mask. Right. You could still go to a restaurant. We wear a mask. Like, is this or what would we do? Right. Would we eventually just start doing stand up again? And say fuck it. If you catch it, you catch it. It's a good question. I don't know. I, I I think that you can reach herd immunity with this at a lower percentage than a lot of other things because we they say that we have exposure to prior previous coronaviruses and that right. you could maybe start reaching some level of herd immunity around twenty or thirty percent as opposed to sixty percent. Which would mean that New York already, I mean, the New York COVID cases are very low. That's right one of the reasons I'm doing that tent is right because now. they're yeah. very low right now. Yeah, but LA's skyrocketing. LA's skyrocketing, but no one cares. Why like, everybody's LA, out to why dinner. Why is LA skyrocketing? It's the wrath of a vengeful God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be very honest. I mean, do we deserve to not be? No, I, I think it's skyrocketing because it just went across country. It was just east to west. Oh. Everything cool kind of starts in New York, and then it ends up in L.A. to get sold. And get ruined. And get big. And get ruined. <laughs> so COVID started in New York. You know, it's COVID what here just gives you zits. Yeah. By the time the, yeah. <laughs> the year rolls around, everybody just, just uses COVID filters to yeah. block your zits No out. one cares. I mean, people are out in the outdoor restaurants. I mean, it doesn't really matter. People are enjoying the restaurants. The outdoor restaurants. But I feel so bad for all the really good restaurants that don't have an outdoor Osteria Moza, places yes. like that. I'm really yes. I'm upset. Yes. Nancy Silverton's fucking- AP APL, APL, yeah. that place Felix you like. Felix has an outside. Oh, they do? Oh, it's oh, wonderful. Good. Their whole outside is fantastic. That's awesome. They, Maybe they, I'll go there tonight. They have a next door restaurant that had this whole outside area they yeah. took that over. They have it's a the lot of seating. one thing in the desert, when you get, go to a restaurant in the desert, you eat the food, you're like chewing it, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food do they have? I don't know what goes on. I go to like seafood <laughs> restaurants after, I start chewing something, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I have no idea. There's one good one called Pacifica, which is really good, but there's a lot of restaurants out there in the desert where you go, something's wrong. So you just decided to go out there. Did you previously have experience with Palm Springs? No, but I was in a car, and then the people, the riot started. So I, I was in a car, and the riot started, and I literally, instead of going back to my house, because I live right off Sunset, an apartment right off Sunset, Ooh. instead of going back, I just got on a 10 East. That's a good I'd move. never even been out there. I just said, I'd, I'd put the clothes on my back. I said, I'm really? getting on, swear to God. I said, I'm getting on the 10 East. What am I going to go? I look like a cop. I look like a guy that should be burned alive for every sin that this country has committed, right? right? No one would care. My own parents would be like, he probably did something right. to deserve that. So I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here because I get lit up immediately. Um, so I just started driving into the 10 East. I got an Airbnb. I talked to some dude. I'm like, hey, can I, you know, it was a nice Airbnb. And I just got out there and I'm like, I fucking love it out here. No it's shit. just nice. It's just quiet. I know people have like vacation spots yeah, out there. Of course. And then I just yeah. said to myself, I'm like, if LA's not going to be, if I'm not at the store and I'm not doing anything, I can drive in and do podcasts. Mm -hmm. I can easily drive in. How long did it take you to get here? Uh, under two. Oh, that's not bad. About two. So and it's like all, a San Diego trip. All the traffic is Ventura Freeway. Have you ever thought about living down there like La Jolla? No. No? Two, I'm, I'm not a surfer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't like have I, to be a surfer. I'm not here. To, I came here to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> I came here to create things. I'm, I didn't come here to be a surfer. I didn't come here to do yoga. I didn't come here to join a cult. <laughs> uh, I didn't come here to do any of that. I'm an East Coast guy. Like, East Coast is where I was born and raised. Right. Like, Which but makes I, sense that you're in the Palm Desert. Yeah, because it's, well, what are you going to do? I'm not, I can't go move back to New York, get shot in the face. 
So I'm there staying there until December, till the holidays, and then I'll figure out, you know, who knows? We'll see what's happening yeah, in the, the world. The violence rate in New York right now is off It's a little too much. Charts. It's a little too much. It's so crazy. It's a lot. And uh, listen. How are they going to turn that back? It'll be turn around, dude. In five years, everything, it's a cycle. It'll, it'll bottom out a little bit. Or? Yeah, or or God, it'll be done forever. It becomes but Bosnia. It'll be a cycle, dude. In five years, a bunch of rich kids will move in there just like they moved in there in 2009. They'll start doing alternative comedy, dressing like fucking, you know, fucking. Fucking hit, like flappers, yep. they'll start tripping, you know, and they'll just and and that'll be the resurgence of the city. They'll 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 open a bunch of new coffee houses and what used to be homeless shelters, and it'll just and it's just a cycle. But what needs to happen now? There's going to be a lot of pain. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of displacement of people, and then I think this could be the route to the city getting cool again, to maybe younger artistic people coming in, architects doing cool shit, reimagining public spaces. Mm. You know, New York needs to get shaken out of its tree a little bit, and so does LA. That's what's happening. Right. I, I just don't want to be here for it. Like, maybe it'll get dirty and dangerous again. It, it's going to get to the point where maybe everything won't suck. Times Square will be like Times Square. Yeah, in the, in and 70s. people that move to New York will, 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 they'll be, you know, listen, if you know you could get slashed on the way to the comedy show, you better kill. <laughs> You better make it work. You have a lot of tension. You better make it work. If it's safe and you and your friends are like skipping down the street, yeah. you don't you don't ever feel that, you know, pressure. Where is that other sock? Right. Pressure is good. Yeah. Maybe. And and I think that now you're gonna get it, you know. We'll where see. Do you, where do you think you're gonna wind up? I don't know. I text is very interesting to me. Come, come That's very interesting. I mean, the idea of that is very interesting. I put up the bat signal for everybody. Yeah, I mean that's very interesting to me. I mean, I also think uh you know, I do like L.A., but I don't know what's going to happen. I do like it here. I mean, they're, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm. I may manage, you know, I've talked about managing Logan Paul's presidential campaign. I could always move back to do that. <laughs> um, we're going to have to talk to Jake, though. Gonna, he's going to be like Roger Clint. We're he's gonna in trouble like, right now. Well, he's a few guns. Yeah. not trouble. He's got a few. He's got an arsenal. He's like Billy Carter. He's got an arsenal. Remember Listen. Billy Beer? Yeah. Yeah, there's always like a Roger Clinton. There's always a brother who you go, you take, you just sit down. <laughs> Was it an arsenal thing, or was it because he was he was stealing things from the mall? No, while they were I think he was just walking around the mall, being a be, being what he does, which is with a camera. Right. And then I think you know he left. I think an AK forty seven on his hot tub, like leaned up against the hot tub. I think somebody ratted him out, and then you know did he I, show it on Twitter or something? Yeah, there was some something on yeah. Instagram or something. But, but dude, a, a guy like that with that kind of money, I say get more weapons. Get a get a bioweapons lab. <laughs> you should have a back coronavirus going twenty four seven. Get anthrax. Jake Paul, get anthrax. Who cares? You're going to need it. When L.A. falls, these are the only fucks, you know, th that are going to be able to do anything. Mm, They're going to have point. arsenals. That's a good point. Yeah, man. Why not? It's not a bad idea. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, L.A. is very weird because you're, you're like, where do I fit in? You know, without stand-up comedy, you're like, I podcast and that's good and I try to make that as funny as I can. But then you look around a lot of places of L.A. Like, I don't really fit in with the actors. And I'm not really one of these kids It's really a, like a social media guy. And then I'm not one of these com these writers that, you know, tweet about global warming and Black Lives Matter all day. So you look, you're like, my community of people, which was the store and the stand-up comedians, are have now been, like, dispersed. Mm. So it's like a weird, like, I'm like, a man without a country. Yeah, I feel like that too. And I'm, I want to be adopted by one of these, like someone come in here, like one of these what big do you YouTubers. Think? I don't care. Hmm. Anybody. One of these guys that walk around, you know, like hype beasts and these crazy shirts and everything. Just, I'll be one of those guys. Just someone knock Why on my door. you start your own thing? 
Well, I mean, golf shirts and just screaming. Yeah, sure, just just polos, just yeah. like this, just ill-fitting yeah. polos. Yeah, ill-fitting polos for the American racists. <laughs> <laughs> polos are a Tim weird Dillon. choice. Peer. Like, why is it that that is like it's what the only thing I wear? Golfer dorks wear. You know what it is? I I I have always wanted to look like I've had money, and I've never looked like it. And there's a type of guy that's from, and a lot of them live in New York or Long Island or Boston, by the way. Yes, Izod. Yes, and they wear these fucking polos, and they have no fucking money. And that's the kind of guy that I am where it's like, I always want to look, but they're always sunburned and they've always got like an ill-fitting thing, like the collars, mm-hmm. like this collar's all fucked up because I tumble dry it in the wash like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a, like a golf pro who's failed at everything. His yeah. wife left like- John yeah. Daly's brother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's the look. And when you have the look, you just honor the look. The Izod look. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I had fake Izod's. We, we couldn't afford uh, alligator. Okay. So, so what was it? You have like- oh, Dilla? A bullshit thing that you buy from like you know some stupid department store, yeah. and guys would glue uh, an alligator <laughs> over it. Oh, really? It's depressing. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, guys well, would, they would fake it. They you made it out, but. Got... <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny, like labels to it kids. Out. Labels to kids are a big deal. Like if you have off-brand sneakers on, like one oh, summer I saved up for a Versace shirt, and I bought this Versace shirt. It was like this weird mesh material that clings to your body. Now here's the, now we can imagine there were many problems with that, right? Because <laughs> Versace has European cut clothes. Now even if I you know were cuck a small clothes, cut clothes, no cut cut. They're oh. European cut. <laughs> they're for dudes with like small shoulders. You know the you see Dolce Gabbana yes, like yes. they're just they're 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 women like they're Coat they, they right. So I bought this Versace shirt, which was like blue and mesh, and it was just a night. I mean, I looked like Grover or something, like Cookie Monster walking around. And then I just spilled something on it, and then I realized, like, designer clothes, you can't ever spill anything on it ever, or you have to, like, throw it out. Like, those types of material, it just doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, the people that wear these don't eat, or when they eat, they don't eat in a way that gets things on them. Or when they get things dirty, they just throw them away. Throw them out and get another one. They're crazy. Yeah. They're wild. Yeah, I've never been into fashion. Yeah, I I never have either, but I have been fascinated by the whole Paris fashion show runway culture. Me too. It's interesting. To the point where I've actually, like, I remember when Kanye West was getting into that and, you know, he was making his stuff and have people wear it on runways. I was like, I I almost want to be there to see what one of those things are like because I bet some of the people there are probably so preposterous. Yes. It's so weird. Well, that's like going out to dinner in LA. You see these people walk into these restaurants and it's kind of hilarious you're like these people are like a, a, a meme i mean yes. like they're not even real right. i'm like oh my god so that's what fashion week is like i think i think it's an entire business built on bullshit yeah it's like an entire business built on like what do you think and like buzz and all this crap like there's nothing real about it other than what's created like as our business is kind of like that too where it's like it, it, there's no nuts and bolts and it, it's all pretty much like what set where's popular sentiment going how much can we affect it how much can we direct it and then there's you know eight-year-olds in pakistan that make all the clothes yes yes all these things which is sad but they need to work (laughs) i mean we see what happens when you shut down a country nobody works do we want eight-year-old pakistanis in antifa no work i wonder what's going to happen with uh american manufacturing i wonder if there's going to be a real shift recognizing what a huge problem it is having all our medicine made in china and all like there's not a single yeah. phone that's made here not a fucking phone single one yeah not a single one everybody has a phone there's millions of phones. i wonder if this makes us rethink all of that and that we yeah. got to be more i mean that would make sense right because 90 percent of our antibiotics are made in china yeah most of our medication that's crazy and that's one of the things that i've 
thought I thought was very interesting about Trump was that he was like, you know, listen, these fucking we're getting fucked by China. They're fucking us. And he was right. He was right. Yeah. But it's just when he's right about things, those things become wrong. Correct. Because people don't like him. That's right. what I was saying about the politicalization, whether that's a word or not, of hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. When Shop got the COVID, he took it. The doctor asked him what his political leanings are. He's like, what? He's like, a lot of people don't want to take hydroxychloroquine yeah. because of Trump. Yeah. And he's like, is that what I should take? He goes, yes. Shab's getting nervous. He thinks it's like a history test. They're like, well, was, where do you stand on imperialism? Shab's like, wait, what? He was bad. I'm just coughing. He was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, Give me the fucking medication that works. He was it's like, okay, crazy. Fine. Yeah. He was a, a doctor. Uh, what was that? I if think, any doctor says this helps, anybody that doesn't want to take it is to me is crazy. But it's a strange one in that so many people are against it. But it's like, it's like, hold on a second. There's a uh, an article. What was that article that I pulled up? Um, really recently about, oh, here it is. The key to defeating uh, COVID-19 already exists. We need to start using it. This is a doctor who is a legitimate scientist. Right. So and they're trying to figure out, like, why is this, I've this guy's a- it, it works from doc personal- Professor, yeah. professor of epidemiology from Yale School of uh, Public Health. He's not a- He's not full of shit. He's not full of shit. And he's right. saying, listen, there's real evidence to show that particularly in the early stages of this disease, before it, works. it stops the virus from spreading. It's an, it's a malaria disease that's been used forever. But a doctor in New York told me that it was like the Lazarus drug, like people just getting up and walking out of the hot, like, like people literally that came in with it, if they used it early enough, it was really good. Right. But then you hear these studies where people are saying, no, in fact, more people died when they're on it. Like, well, what the fuck is true? What is real? Yeah. I don't. I mean, that's when you just have to kind of clock out and you go let's figure it out well is it because of is it different stages of the disease where it's not effective is it different like is it old people it doesn't work on but it, it works on young yeah, people it's also like, like what, is it? what are the studies right. how are you doing the studies who's yeah. doing the studies i mean it's it's all very difficult have you done anything different in terms of like taking care of yourself other than i take vitamin d how much i take vitamin d i think five thousand i use a day that's right i take vitamin d um, I started. I started. Sun I started smoking because oh. the cigarettes. They said help. Oh, there was an article. I'm kidding. I did but hear something. Every now like and then that. I have one one cigarette, but I don't smoke. Really? I don't smoke. But I every, every now and then at night. For COVID. As a as a re, it's a relaxing thing once in a while, not all the time. Do you smoke cigars? No, I should. You want one right now? No, not okay. really. I appreciate it though. I should okay. start I a whole box of them. Mike Binder. I know. I don't box. need another habit. They're very good. I'll just start smoking cigars. You I don't mean, have to like, smoke cigars all the time. I know. I, I I have an addictive personality, so whatever I do, I tend to do it a lot. Guess what? That's the Me problem. Too. That's the problem. That's why I got good at comedy. Diaz talks about it. Like, yeah. got addicted to that. You know, that's the whole thing. Is like you end up getting addicted to something so you better make sure that it's something good but i i've been trying to do better things and you know swimming a lot working you know working out things like that well have you ever talked like when uh, evolutionary biologists talk about addictive personalities and obsessive personalities and obsessive behavior and they say that you're actually this is very controversial but they think some of them think that you're actually tapping into a trait that would make you get very successful at things like hunting oh. for survival like you get obsessed at something, so you you want to perfect it. You want to be you're obsessed by it, so you become better at it, so you become more successful, so you survive because you have food. Interesting. Yeah, which makes sense. Or war, sure. or combat, or things where yeah. you're going to be able to figure out. So how that's to like a primordial yourself. trait that a lot of us have. And it gets hijacked by heroin. Right. <laughs> right. Gets hijacked by gambling. Gets hijacked by something horrible. Gets, gets hijacked by jerking off. Yeah. It's like, wow. That's what it is. 
Wow. So you would have been a hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, listen, it makes 100% sense. It does. It does. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's like in the modern world, that, that trait becomes sometimes a liability. Well, there's, in the modern world, there's so many, like the modern world is not natural. Every not fucking all. thing that we do is very recent. Everything Offices that we do. Offices are so yes. unnatural, like every, the way we Everything. sit. Yeah. Every, yeah. What, what, what we do for a living has only been around for 100 years, not even 100 years. I mean, right. Who, when was the first stand-up? I think it was the mafia started putting putting these nightclubs together after like vaudeville, like it was started those type of acts. They started putting a brick wall up. Yeah, but I think that was you know that was it's all very recent. It's it's in the last century. Yeah, in the last century, hundred percent. And guys like us would have been the MC, right? And it would have been like a fucking go-go dancer yep. and a guy playing yeah. the drums. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's all that shit. We're, we're descendant of like, uh, you know, t- t- uh, tent carnivals and circuses. It is crazy that one of the most prominent art forms in the world, which is stand-up comedy, is literally within the last hundred years. Yeah, but a lot of things, you know, yeah. But I mean, like that's music, true. Well, acting, those things, yeah. poetry, Well, you'd have to literature. look at the predecessors to stand Like there was probably in the Middle Ages, there was a court jester, mm-hmm. right? So there's always been somebody goofing around and being funny. Sometimes they did comedic <laughs> plays. Sometimes yeah. there, there had to be a guy in the town square yeah. yelling and screaming. And podcasting is like, we're essentially, it's, the, it's like other than being a whore, a hooker, it's like the oldest profession because we're just talking. Sort of, but we're doing it in a new way where right. people are doing other things and they're getting entertained while they're doing other things. Like it's right true. now, while you and I are yucking it up, yeah. there's a guy who's running around a lake. Right. And he's out there laughing his ass off, sweating, and it distracts you. And he looks down him. at his watch. Holy he's shit, like, oh I my God, six I can't miles. Believe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's so simple. It's what, like we're just recording talking. Recording things changed a lot of that because like musicians changed too because everything would have had to been 100% live performance yep, like sure you had to, if you play guitar or a harp or yep. file and whatever the fuck it would have been well that's what i miss i miss i love podcasting and, and i and i get to do it and, and i but i i do miss the live oh yeah experience being in it because everything has context live yeah when twitter I, all these things have no context when i did the uh, houston improv which is the only date that i did over the last uh, few months it was like i felt like i was getting away with something I like a, right, and and then I realized I kind of have like almost like a low key depression right. from not doing stand up. It's not right. bad, it's right. not, but it's like right. This is what it is, and this is I I hate to tell you all you folks out there, regular people who do not kill. If you do not go on stage and kill, you do not know what that feels like. It's a high. It is not just a high. Yeah. It is one of the biggest highs in all of show it's business. It's life affirming. When you and I would do the main room at the fucking store and you get off stage and murder. It's great. And like you would hand it off to me. And Nothing's it, better. Oh my God. Nothing's man. better. It's like the feeling. And there's a feeling that I remember like going on stage like when someone was coming off. Like they would introduce you and they would just crush. And you looked at their face and you got to see like there's a face of a person yeah. who just crushed. Right. Like they just... And I, w- we, I would always say this, like, I feel bad for people who don't know what it's like to crush. Yeah. Well, it's also like you look at actors and you go, how fun could that be? It's fun. I'm sure it is. But it's, it can't be anywhere near as fun. No. Can't be anywhere near no. as fun. It's Just like, in the raw, visceral reaction of people. Like Greg Giraldo always used to say, like, it's that visceral, you know, feeling. It's not so much that <clears throat> it's not like you're getting love, but it's like you're just this... It's like this weird, almost like godlike experience you're having in terms of like being able to take a room full of 300 people and bring them with you on a journey. Yes. And take them from where they are to a place where they're hysterically laughing. To cha- It's like a chemical reaction to change people's 
I mean, that's why I'm going to go do it in a tent. You're giving him a drug. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. You're giving him a drug. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to do a lot of those shows, but I said, I'll do one. Let me see what it's like. I'm curious as to what it's like. And I, I, I've shit on them and, and, I, and, I, and I still may after I do it. But like, I want to see what it's like to just do it in, 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 in the circumstances it can be done right now. Are you going to do one with Bert? Those driving things you were talking that about? That I'm those? not going to do. <laughs> I love him, but I'm not going to do I don't want to entertain cars. Like, you you sit people in a parking lot, I'm cool. When I start performing at Dodge Durango's, and listen, God bless him. He's got a huge fan base. A lot of people are doing it. I think Gaffigan did it. I just personally don't – I feel like that's way too disconnected. Yeah. For me, this is all personal, right? Yeah. Everybody's going to feel like – I love podcasting. I, I, I try to be as funny as I can. I do these crazy rants. And that gets a little bit out that I need to get out. Yeah. I, I would rather do that than perform in front of cars. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think I'm going to try the car thing once. I'll try the car thing you once. you got to try it all once. But Bert's doing it all over the country. He's yeah. basically on a drive through tour. Well, what I love about Bert, Bert was like, they were like, we're shutting down comedy. He's like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Bert's like, we're not. Yeah, yeah. He just got shoveled out there. But it's also, it's you know, that. The thing about COVID, it, it does give you an opportunity, if you're a comic, to sort of sit down and rethink things. And also to really appreciate what it's like to do stand-up again. Yeah, that's true. Like, when we did that weekend in Houston, like, uh, I did it with uh, Moses and uh, Hinchcliffe. And uh, when we came back, we were like, man, I missed that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, I know that I'm walking into a situation where I might, I might get off stage and go, oh, fuck this forever. <laughs> because it's a rough, you know, it's going to be different. It's well, not going to be thankful, though. But I'm going to be thankful. I, we're going to have they a lot of fun. Be the They're going to be thankful. I mean, the tickets sold immediately, now. and like, that we're putting more shows on, and then it's my home. I from Long Island, right. so I'm going to have a lot of fun there with the people that come out. And where I think that because it's going to be a really great place to ease back in, because I'm going to be able to do some material, go off the top of my head, know that the crowd has a lot of shared experiences with me because right. we all grew up in the same place. It's kind of a training wheels mm -hmm. to to kind of come back in, and then hopefully, I'm hoping by this winter, we're kind of start revving up again because we can't. I mean, what are we going to do? Well, what do we do if COVID is like this next? August, if we're all the way to next August and it's still like this, I think just it go is, on the road again. I, it. I think it is a certain time we're going to have to make that distinction because, like, at the end of the day, how does the economy survive? How does the country survive without these things? I mean, sports is a mental. People need sports. Yeah, they need to participate. Like, they need to watch sport. Like, you can't take all of this away forever. I mean, there's all these freaks. Listen, I get the people without the masks that are, like, coughing in elderly people's faces. No good. But on the other side, you have these people that are, like, these weird, like, cat moms that are, like, wine drunk, baking bread on Instagram. It's like, honey, we can't do this for 10 years. I know you're happy because you're this weird freak that doesn't like leaving anyway. People need to fucking leave their homes. Yeah, they need to leave their homes, and there's not a lot of entertainment coming down the pipe either. Not a lot of movies being made. No. Not, not a lot of ways to entertain yourself. And these studios are trying to figure out ways to film f these movies and, and keep people safe, but it's hard, man. Yeah. they got to quarantine everybody and put yeah. them in hotels. And, 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 it's difficult. Yeah. And, but I, that's why I think eventually... You know, New York's uh, COVID rates are very low. I think that it's going to blow through. I think there might be a little second wave. But I think eventually the viruses weaken. 
They mm. weaken and yeah. they disappear. It happened in 1918 with the Spanish flu. They weaken and this Isn't will weaken. Weird? Yeah. Why does a virus weaken? Well, you know, it just, I'm an epidemiologist. And what you see is a lot of times the virus is just, it goes into the hosts and then eventually the virus is like, ah. Eh. Like what causes it? Is it the people that I have- think it just runs through. It's just like a picture of somebody that just fucks everybody that they've just ran through yeah, everybody. No they move to the next town. Right? You just fuck everybody, and then you're like, what am I going to do? And then if you fuck like 30 people, by the time you fuck the 31st dust. person, you barely have you're a hard on. blown out dust. Yeah, yeah you're going to have a hard on. So I think this, this virus just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it happens, but it does yeah. historically happen. It's happened. Yeah, historically. I mean, do you think- This is a different kind of disease, though. I think the big problem is the bigger issue actually now is is economic. Even though COVID's a massive issue, mm-hmm. I think the bigger issue is how are we gonna how are we gonna stop twenty eight million people from being evicted or foreclosed on because they couldn't go to jobs? The government literally shut down the economy. These people could not work. So through no fault of their own, they have a real problem here. There's a real like housing issue. Not just that. How about yeah. the businesses that are closed down? How do you restart a business when you have no money? Correct. What do you do? How do you yes. get going? And does the government have money to give these people loans? To I don't know. Get started again. I mean, I think they have to do something, whether it's universal basic income. I don't know what they're going to do, but that economic issue is going to be really, really massive. It's so fucking anxiety filled. It is. It's like, how does this end? It's a great movie. In Texas. That's where it ends. It just ends in Texas that we all have guns and we all just sit on our Mm. porches all day waiting for someone to come near us. How often have you shot a gun? A few times, like well, upstate New York, I should. I mean, I don't have a gun. I should get a gun. I didn't think I'd need a gun when I moved to LA. I didn't think I'd have to sit by my, I'd sit on my balcony with a gun. <laughs> you know, it seemed relatively safe when I moved in. People were annoying, but I didn't think they were coming to kill me. I didn't think they were coming in my windows to kill me. But now that I've, now that I'm like, yeah, I should get a gun. Yeah. I think I texted you second week of quarantine. I'm like, yep. should I get a gun? You're, you're like, yeah. One, you're one of them. Yeah. You're one I, of my yeah. liberal friends. That I'm not out. a liberal friend, but what I was you? like, are you a centrist? I think I'm a, I believe in pedophile cults and lizard people. I think that's centrist. <laughs> I think that's in the center. Um, I'm on the fence with lizard people, but the pedophile cults are real. They're all real. I, I just don't care. I don't care. That's really my political option. It's like, mm. I, I think it's not, it, most of it isn't real. You're making a lot of it real. It's not real. Walk away. Like it truly, yeah. like it, the, the, like mo- people that are real activists, a lot of them have like a degree, like they're a lawyer or a doctor, and then they use their skills to actually help people. Right. And they give up really profitable careers to do that shit. Right. But dude, your Twitter fucking posturing and your virtue signaling doesn't do anything. It's fake. I know it's fake. And there's just more to life than red and blue and Republican or Democrat. And all these motherfuckers are trying to kill you and they're all fucking losers. And they're all just, I mean, listen, they're more capable like, the, all the shit that they've pulled, the CIA, all these people, they're just too good. They're good. They've beat me. They're going to win. <laughs> they're going to win. The CIA is going to beat you. Maybe you should join. I don't know who needs to hear I'd love to, but I don't know who needs to hear this. But, like, stop investing your emotional, all your emotions and your, your time and energy into this thing. Like, you would be so much better off if you just found something you enjoyed and did it. Right, but you don't want them taking away your rights and closing in on your email account. They're going to do it anyway. Are they? You what sure? What are you going to do? Don't take my rights. Send. <laughs> the fucking matter. They're going to take them. Buy the gun. Do whatever you got to do. Like, there, there's no winning here. Do you believe in a well-armed militia? You think that's necessary? 
yeah, but look, I mean, you could, yeah, I, I'm all for people having guns. But a, a militia. Like, it seems like more now than ever, the idea of forming a militia is in people's it's gonna minds. It's going to happen. It'll yeah. happen. There'll be skirmishes. There'll be violence in the street. But it's like, at That's the end. That's what I was most worried about with Portland and Seattle. Yeah, at the end of the day. You know, I mean, I don't know. You know, this country is not designed for massive reimagining. That's sad to say. I can say it. I'm a comedian. It is what it is. But the reality is it's just not. It's going to disintegrate like everything else that's ever fucking existed on the planet. And you just hope that it, the plane lands slowly and doesn't nosedive into the ground. But the, the best days are over here. The bright, like the, the hopeful, you know, we're going to the moon. That's, that's done. Really? You don't, you, you don't think so? I think we could be in a little bit of a blip and we make a nice resurgence and in a year and a half from now, everything's looking good. I don't know. I think we just head into a dystopian, insane kind of like tech world where we just all live on computer, like reality barely exists. No, That's I a real just, problem. It's a dystopian world we're heading into. Well, the real problem is if everything goes into like a ready player one type situation where yeah. whatever they can manufacture in a computer with artificial reality is more interesting. That's going to happen. And listen, most pe here's the problem. Most people don't care. They don't want these rights. They actually don't. You like them because you're like a successful person. Most people don't give a shit about their rights. They want pizza. They want chicken wings. <laughs> they want fucking soda. They want cheap credit. They, they want to go on a cruise once a year. They don't give a shit about their rights. Cruise. They don't care. They want Netflix and they want, you know... Garlic knots, and that's the <laughs> and that's what it is. And you could pretend like America is just not a country of like freedom loving. There's a few of those people. Most people are just like, hey, whatever. And they're the happiest people. A lot of those people I'm talking about are actually the happier people. They're not trying to build an empire. They're not trying to succeed. They just enjoy like putting something warm and doughy in their mouth, vegging out, and fucking waking up the next day and go, shit, I'm here again. And, and they're the happiest people. They like to get drunk and go boating. That's it. They like to get fucked up and go out on the lake. <laughs> go out on the lake and get railed up. And like, yeah, and it's fun. What are you going to sit around all day, worry about what DARPA's doing? It's like, <laughs> the fuck kind of life is that? <laughs> Grill a burger, it's over. I mean, enjoy it. Yeah, it's the C end. Bird. The end's not that bad. As <laughs> ends go, as things, as ends go, this end happens to be hilarious, and there's still food in the food stores. Yeah, that's a good point. As of I right like, now. I like your optimism. This is a good end. It's not a bad end. It's not the worst end. I want to see what happens when Joe Biden gets into office. I he's going to sleep happens. a lot. He'll nap a I lot. Want, I want to see what the speeches are like when he forgets what he's talking he's about. He's going to have no clue. Kamala, he'll run for a term. Live for he'll 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 live for a term. He'll it's he'll Kamala, do, and if you pronounce it wrong, you're racist. I call her K Dog. K Dog. No, she she's going to run. He'll he'll do one term and then she'll run. I don't think he'll run for a second term. He's already too old. Mm. He'll he'll do one term. She'll come in again. No one will care about politics. She'll be yas queening all over the place. If he does run for a second term, he'll be in his eighties. Yeah, he's not going to run for a second term. She'll she'll run. She knows that. That's why she's pumped. But do you think they have to think that through when they when they run for president? Like if you're seventy eight and you're barely hanging on now, it's probably unspoken. But I think that that's probably I think why he picked her. Is because she's everybody's Young and vital. Yeah, she everybody's kind of comfortable with her. She's a centrist. Mm -hmm. She's a cop. Right. She doesn't care. She'll put you right in jail. She'll she'll put the cuffs on you. The government, the larger power centers, are very happy with her. Mm. They, she'll throw them in the vans. She'll brand you. They, so they if she love runs. It. Who's her VP? 
God only knows. I mean, someone else that shares her values, which are Here it is. aesthetic Biden politics and a lot of prison. requiring all Americans to wear masks. Three he months, was, he says. For three months. Yeah. He was joined at briefing by his newly named running mate. Mm. Let me hear it. Well, that it's weird. That's oh, a long speech, it says. This is I want to hear some of it. I just want to hear his voice. Okay. Here it goes. Give me some. When one arrives and what plans are being made for it, we talked about significantly about the racial disparities that exist and how it is uh, COVID-19 is affecting different races differently. And uh, we talked about the continued lack of uh, PPE, protective equipment, and uh, testing capacity and the like. But, uh, and uh, I put out a comprehensive plan over the last three months on each of these things. But today, I want to talk about one thing, very straightforward. It doesn't have anything to do with Democrats, Republicans, or independents. It has to do with uh, a single, simple proposition. Every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside. What? For the next three months at a minimum. Every governor should mandate, every governor should mandate mandatory mask wearing. The estimates by the experts are it will save over 40,000 lives in the next three months. 40,000 lives. The people act responsibly. And uh, it's not about your rights. It's about your responsibilities as an American. That's a bad line. It's not a great line. I I get what he's saying. At least he got through that without stumbling. He seems to be getting better. They're they're injecting him with something where he's getting better. Yeah, no, legit. Yeah, they got alpha brain on an IV drip. Yeah. Going right into his dick hole. He's going slower now. Because remember, he used to be fast yes. and he go blah, 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 blah. Well, now he does have a stutter. You know, he's always had like a, a bit of an issue. Here's like, the thing it's like, aren't we like, I don't know. I just, it's so depressing that these people rule us, but then you also go, who even wants this fucking job? And if, you, if you're really job. talented and you, re- you don't even want that job, and who it's like, who wants that fucking job? I mean, look at this one. She's Indian, she's, she's black, she doesn't know what she is. She's everything. <clears throat> Best for their health their well-being, and for their families. That's what real leadership looks like. And when Joe talks about his priorities, he knows and he cares about the fact that we have, as a nation, witnessed 165,000 people who just in the last few months have died in our country. We know that those individuals represent families, loved ones, grandparents, parents, Sisters and brothers, aunts and uncles. Sisters. Those are all people she could have put in jail. (laughs) She's so upset. She goes, we could have put handcuffs on all of those people. They could have been out there fighting wildfires for a dollar an hour. They could have been working for Walmart for 10 cents an hour in the Kamala Harris prison program. Yeah. Mm. Uh, You know, what are you going to do? It's just just wild that these are uh, our choices. Trump. Or, or this crew. Or this uh, old fella. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like this is kind of the beginning of the, She you know. makes sense to me as a vice president. Like, you know, yeah. get away from all the prison She makes all the and... right people feel comfortable. Yeah. She makes all the right, like all the people that need uh, somebody in there that will, you know. Check the boxes. Check all the boxes. Yeah. And uh, Who's that guy? I don't like him. What did Trump? Really. What did Trump? <laughs> Who is he? I don't know. What does Donald Trump say? He's, oh, he's wearing a mask. Yeah, 
We unite, uh, united in our effort to defeat invisible China virus. <laughs> and many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask when yeah. you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. Yeah, this is oh the end. Oh, my God. He's I mean, this hilarious. is the end, Joe. This is out tweeted? of a movie. You tweeted to Bill Maher today? What did he say? He went off on Bill Maher. Oh, because Bill Maher did that thing he about him. He did a eulogy for him. Did he? Yeah. yeah, he said he wouldn't, he wouldn't get a eulogy, so he gave him. Trump was not him. happy about that. Oh, my God. Like Let me. Uh, do you see what he said That's to him? That's so funny. I didn't see that. Yeah, no. I got it in here somewhere. It's 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 actually pretty funny. He. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny that he spent so much time thinking about this. Um, he goes. Uh, His ego is the thing, man. That's the thing that really watched Bill Maher last night for the first time in a long time. He's totally shot. <laughs> looks <laughs> terrible, <laughs> exhausted, gaunt, and weak. If there was ever a good reason for no shutdown, check out this jerk. He never had much going for him, but whatever he did have is missing in action. Wow. <laughs> what a crazy tweet. The suburban housewife will be voting for me. They want safety and are thrilled that I ended long, the long-running program where low-income housing would invade their neighborhood. Biden would reinstall it in a bigger form with Cory Booker in charge. I mean, this is kind of just very race-baiting mm. stuff, you know? Yeah, the, He's the basically like this. Housing, yeah, I sure mean, is. this is real coded stuff, Ooh. you know? That's kind of ugly. Is that what they call a dog whistle? Yeah, I never it's heard a that little before. ugly. Dog whistle's a new thing. I've, dog I, whistle's new, and a lot of the things they say dog whistles aren't, they're just people are talking but when you say stuff like that where you're like invade use words yeah. like that you like Ooh. low income housing is invading your neighborhood you're yeah. kind of like housewives we know what you're doing here yeah the housewives we know MS13 climbing in a window mm. low income housing you know mm. it's you know but that's what he's this is what he's doing do you think he gets advised to say these things or do you think these things are no I don't think cuff? anyone's advising him I think this is all him that's what's crazy right this is all he's a, he's a creature and a creation of all of the cultural trends that his supporters hate which are Hollywood and yeah. big tech. Well, the, he is a creation of those two things. One of the most wild things recently was the the Bubba thing with the NASCAR with the yeah the, with noose. the, the noose yeah like when he was saying that NASCAR screwing up the lowest ratings ever and yeah. uh, first of all they had the problem getting rid of the flag like the yeah. you mean the Confederate flag yeah the Confederate flag and how not, about, not only that the ratings aren't low yeah how about what he said to the Fox News anchor when he when they go well uh, you know who's done more for black people than me and they were like Lincoln and he's like well that's debatable yeah and then she goes well we're free Mr President he goes yeah you're free. Like that's wild. <laughs> it's just, it's just well, wild. He's it's a problem. Off, he's off the cuff. He's not off thinking. Off the cuff. Everything but even off like, the cuff, I'm the king, this is I'm really, the best. yeah. It's a narcissist on yeah. a level that any no one's really ever seen that before in public life yeah. at this level. And it just should, like he's the worst guy in a crisis. This is the worst guy. You would never, you wouldn't want a guy leading a Boy Scout troop in a hurricane during this. Like no. this is a guy that just belittles people. Uh, vindictive, yep. blames people. He doesn't take responsibility for anything. There's a smallness to him. And it's all very funny. Yeah. Like, it's all hilarious. But when you talk about leading an organization, there's probably a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues. Yeah. Look at that. The hair. His hair is wild, man. For I kind of respect rules his hair. to be eased after Trump hair complaints. What? I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Talking about how much water comes out of a shower head and then like dishwashers and shit, and like people make fun of him for that. But why doesn't he shave his head? He'd look great, he'd be free. That hair is so much of his thing, dude. It's, it's chaos. so much of yeah, it's, it's chaos. It's exactly it's, the hair is like his brain itself. 
Also, shower heads. You can't take a shower. The water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands. The water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You just stand there longer. You take a shower longer because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. Perfect, he says. Perfect. Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. That's madness. Yeah. Well, that's what he should be focusing on right now. That's so it's crazy. The hair. His hair. So he should be focusing and on the hair and Bill, Bill Maher. Maher show. Yeah. And Bill Maher looking gaunt. Yeah, Bill Maher looking gaunt. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see these debates. Are they going to have debates? They're going to have some version. I think Kamala is going to be like, I got this. She's going to be down. good with Pence. Down, She's sleeping. pretty good. And uh, But him and uh, Biden are going to be very interesting. But I don't know how many people are going to watch. I mean, I think a lot of people will watch, depending on the format. I wonder how many they'll actually have. I mean, they're not going to be able to be in the same room the way they used to be. Where Remember when the Hillary thing was going on where he was circling behind yeah, her? Yeah, it, it was creepy. Wild. And then you like remember a, the thing where he brought the five women to the debate to accuse Bill Clinton? It's live right now, and there's 72 people watching it. No. This is the White House. 72 likes? People. No, it can't be 72 people. people. That's, that's what that means. That's YouTube suppressing their views. This is their, not YouTube. This can't is be Periscope. Real. Can't this be real. The White House's Twitter. Imp well, why don't you click on it I again did. and see if it makes 73. <laughs> Refresh your browser. <laughs> Jamie's part of the problem. <laughs> You're part of the problem, Deep Jamie. state. I want to hear what he's saying. Let's hear what he's saying. What's he got? <laughs> you know, 500,000 applications coming in, going all over the state. Nobody even knows where they came from. You saw what happened in New York, which was a it's disaster nice with Congresswoman uh, Carolyn Maloney. It was a, it was a basic disaster. It's, it's mail-in voting. Mail-in voting. Yeah. And we can give you many other locations okay. and sites. What has happened is... That's part of a big negotiation. That's a actually small part of a big negotiation. He likes to, to do this. Money. Yeah. Let's do this. Make it small. This is his hands. Here, here's, all the, understand. here's all the complicated stuff. He brings understand. it in. Yeah. Understand this and then that. It's a master. Like he's like a master communicator, but he's. It's like he's not, but he uh, is. Or. It's like a weird thing. I told you that was likes. It's yeah. Twelve thousand people. But I just, still, I just clicked on but it Jamie, again. Still, twelve thousand people. Ain't shit. It's not yeah, exactly well, for sure. Yeah, we yeah. could go live on YouTube and have 120,000 people in yeah, five you, seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, he is. He is. Uh, it's been a while. It's very interesting. I wonder about the kids that are growing up under him, like the young kids that right. have no idea about politics except for Trump. Like they've never had any experience with anybody else. This is what they know a president is, and they're going to vote for the first time when he's in office. Yeah, like this a lot is, of fifteen-year-olds that were fifteen when he got elected. This is how a president talks yeah. and. That's why a lot of those kids are going to this just TikTok-y, like, dancing and mm -hmm. nihilism and just being like, yeah, nothing means anything, and they're well, right. It's also, I mean, imagine being a kid during the formative time of your life. The world gets shut down. You're stuck at home, and you can't even see your friends. You can't go to school. you got to do school over a laptop. It's crazy. It's weird, man. It's crazy. My kids go to school over laptops, and I've, I've sat in the room and watched, and those teachers could, when, the, when no one's watching the teacher. They don't the, care. They don't give a fuck. Right. They are so bad. They're so apathetic. Yeah. I, Some I, of them are great. Abolish, Some of them are enthusiastic. Abolish teachers. It's <laughs> I said that on my podcast the other day. I said abolish teachers. <laughs> Defund and abolish. Is that getting a lot of press? Um, Is it popular? No, I tried to start a movement. It failed. But I said, if we're going to let people police themselves, let kids learn on their own, abolish teachers. Okay, Get so rid of them. no cops, no teachers. Yeah. What else? I mean, teachers have a much worse track record than cops, if you look at the numbers. Well, they don't get paid as much as cops. Well, but still, if, if cops were shooting as many people as teachers were failing... <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think it's that way. I think that's like teacher. You, we you would have to make cops responsible for suicides too. Then, but here's the whole thing: teachers, a lot of them are not doing a good job. Yes, but a lot of kids aren't showing up. But right? if those sure, are the those know, are the education suicides. I know, but I'm saying that if a, if a lot of a group, if we're gonna broad brush a group, I like to do that. If we're gonna broad brush cops, let's broad brush teachers. Okay. Get rid of them too. <laughs> okay, who else do we get rid of? Garbage people, take care of your own garbage. No, we need them. Do we, we need them. Do we when people don't have a job? It's true. That's, How about that's true. where universal basic income comes from. Yeah. Get rid of get rid of garbage cops, people. teachers. Firefighters, you never see a fire. Let's be honest. <laughs> I see fires all the time. No, you don't. Oh, in the I've hills. Been evacuated three times. They take care of themselves. The reality <laughs> is you never see a fire downtown in the city. These guys put the sirens on, they're going to a movie. They're liars. Sometimes they go down. <laughs> they're white supremacists. These firemen are white supremacists. They're what about the black ones? Multiracial white supremacy. <laughs> Endemic white supremacy. They don't even know. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, there's, no, there's, there's very few good solutions. With COVID, with this, it's like... We're going to live in an imperfect world. We have to decide what version of an imperfect world is sustainable. All right. President. Yeah. You're the president. President yeah. Tim Dillon. What do we do next? Um, what do we do next? If uh, you took over right yeah, now. I, I, we, we'd have to do a universal basic income for six months. We'd have to do an eviction freeze probably. Okay, where's the money come from? Um, we print it. Like we've printed everything else. Yeah, but you know how much money would be involved in universal basic income for like how many millions of Americans? Well, you could also do, well, it's a stimulus. They're doing it right now with the stimulus, right? I think the bigger problem is the eviction freeze. You'd have to freeze right. evictions. Got to freeze that. Got to freeze that. And mortgages as well. Mortgages, mortgages and Mortgages and rent. Yes, freeze. freeze. Yeah. Um, you know, I would do that. I think that's the most. But for how long? How long you freeze it for? Four months? Five months? Six. Six. You know, and then, then, then you would have to kind of open back up. Um. You know, I would put all of all of the resources and energy. There's there's not a coordinated federal response to Corona. It's all state responses, which I understand makes sense to a certain degree because states are dealing with different things. But there's been a lack of kind of a federal, I think, like targeted response of like here's what we hope happens. Here's what we can expect. Because I think right now people are just living without the idea of hope or the idea that something is going to get better or reopen. And I think that like they need that. And that needs to be on a federal level. Like the country needs to go, hey, we're going to get moving again. We're going to be able to travel internationally. We're going to be able to do all these things we used to do. Here's what needs to happen first. And there doesn't seem to be a huge you know, push for that kind of clarity. My real fear is the thing that we were talking about earlier, that businesses are not going to have enough money to reopen. to reopen, and that money won't be available. So how do you get the economy back on track? Well, I think it's got to bottom out, probably, and unfortunately, you got to protect vulnerable people. But the bottoming out, and I don't mean bottoming out completely, but the real estate values being lowered, uh, all of these things happening, you know, will it's going to be a years-long process. I don't think it's immediate. I think it's years, and I think eventually what happens is you know, you have a situation where because of economic turmoil, you might have, but yeah, the businesses you're talking about are probably fucked, but those people might have a shot in three years when rents are lower and the cost of financing is, is, is potentially, you know, probably not lower, but maybe if we keep the cost of financing low, I mean, that's the other thing. Interest rates are going to creep up and it's just going to, it's going to cost people a lot of 
a lot more money to borrow money. So much of the economy is run on just this cheap credit that we've had since, you know, Obama's, you know, you know, and Schiff and all those guys explain it where it's just mm-hmm. like, we're just, it's a, it's a credit card and we're just basically borrowing money at close to no interest and businesses are expanding and people are able to get cars and go on vacations and get mortgages. When those interest rates creep up, I mean, it's just a perfect storm of problems. Jesus, Tim. It's a lot of problems. I'm trying to end this on a happy note. I mean, listen. It's 3 o'clock. I'm trying to like, let's, let's wrap it up in a high Here's note. the happiness. Okay. It's over. Enjoy it. It's over. Enjoy it. It's over. Enjoy it. Meaning that it's not going to end like, like, listen, we're going to limp through this somehow. We're going to be a broken and beaten and battered, but we're going to get through it. We need a war with China. We need another 9-11. What? I hope the people that run us are thinking of those things, and I bet they are. Really? Yeah, we need a war with China. A war with China will we kill everybody. We need a false flag that gets us into a war with China. But a war with China kills everybody. It kills a lot of people, but the rest of the people uh, will open up uh, coffee shops. Glow-in-the-dark coffee. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, there's no good ways out of this. I think we probably need a prolonged war with China. Jesus Christ. And man. here's the other thing. Before we leave, can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this? War with China, ding. Oh, and I don't want that, but we need it. Who's closer to get us into war with China, Joe Biden or Trump? I, I think I think Trump looks like it, but I mean I think no matter who wins, we just we're just gonna need a war. With China. It could be a cold war. Doesn't have to be a hot war. Could oh. be a cold war. Oh, cold Fun war. Fun cold war. Cold war. They build a thing. We build a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, we Everybody we need gets... that because the whole economy's fake. We need that. Um, here, here's the other thing. Derek Chauvin needs to get Epstein in prison. Oh, Jesus. And here's why. They're yeah. not they're not going to convict him on murder, too, because there's not, it's going to be a hard time proving intent with that body cam footage. So what about the body cam footage? Well, I mean, I don't know if they can. The body cam footage shows that this, you know, they have Floyd in the car and then he's out. I mean, listen, everything Chauvin did was disgusting and and horrible. And but I don't know if you're going to be able to prove to a jury that he intended to kill this guy, murder him, or he was subduing um, a, a suspect who was resisting arrest. I mean, he wasn't. But he wasn't res- resisting arrest. Not at that moment, but he was like, like but he was that, like. But, but listen, yeah. when someone's resisting arrest, when they stop resisting, you're supposed to stop leaning your knee on no, their neck. Everything he did was indefensible. I'm just but saying. But that's murder yeah. too. Then, if he dies from that, it, did you, did he intend to kill him? This is what. Uh, a, that's the whole thing. It's intent. So the reality is, I, I'm but that's not. That's crazy. That's like if you stab someone, but you didn't intend to kill listen, him. Listen, I'm just saying he can't get off. He can knock it get off. off. He can't get off. So I agree. So who is that guy that was Epstein's roommate? The guy with the muscles? Oh yeah. He needs to go room with him. That's right. He needs to go room with him. War with China. The, cop. the big cop with the dogs. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. These are the solutions, folks. You may not like them, but they're the solutions. Tim Dillon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. There War he with is. China. There's yeah. the guy. He's got to kill that guy. We got to move on. Okay. And then well, we got to invade he looks China. Looks like he's ready to go. Um, Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I love you, buddy. I love you too. Thank really you so do. much for it's everything. Always, always a pleasure. This, it's it's crazy that I walked in here, like I, 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 you know, a little over a year ago, and I did this podcast, and I ended up moving. It changed my whole fucking life. It was amazing. Well, and you've done that for a lot of people. So thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah, I'm, thank I'm you very, so much. That's one of my proudest yeah. things. One of the things that makes me most happy about this podcast is that it helps people. Thank you so much. My pleasure, brother. I appreciate it's always, it. Always a fun time. Thank Today you, brother. Was no different. I love everybody. Thank you. Bye. Let's not go to war. <laughs> I want to get you in trouble at the end. <laughs>